Yo. Hey, welcome to the new meta episode 62. 62. My name is the P child. And I am Lord Fluffy. We're joined today by a special guest host, SVR. Who's this guy? We're, we're sandwiching him in the middle. Look at him. <laughs> He's a cream villain. Yes, yes. Welcome, SVR. Thanks for, oh, thank for coming you. on and doing this. Um, it is like four in the morning for you right now. So I know you woke up super, super early for this, and I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm really happy I took this opportunity at 4 a.m. So if he falls asleep in the middle of the podcast, you know, that's why. Yeah, don't um, worry. Just call me on my phone. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Fluff. Start with the interview. Yeah, you know what? Tell us. Tell us about yourself, FCR. Like, what, what, what's your backstory here, man? What's got you streaming yeah. Diablo? Why do you still play Diablo? What's up? Mm, that's a very deep philosophical question. So, uh, I think the very first time I got started with Diablo was uh, when I was 14, 15 years old. Um, it was actually Diablo 2, so I was in school, and I had like a couple of weeks in, in the summer downtime to, to actually play games. One of my closest friends... Uh, he bought like a like a PC gaming magazine, right? Mm -hmm. And there was actually Diablo 2 for free in there. <laughs> and uh, we actually just tested it out. And uh, it was the first time I actually played it. And uh, well, let's just say the, the first couple of encounters with the game were not that easy. Um, you know, game, games back in the days were actually hard. <laughs> and I'm not sure if, if you actually played it, but uh, at least like uh, I, I remember in Act Two, like uh, the end of Act Two, like the boss's duel, and uh, that was like always the the brick wall for me when I was fourteen mm. or fifteen. I think I created like eight or ten characters, and I never got past duel. Goddamn! And uh, yeah, that was like my first time touching Diablo Two or Diablo any Diablo game. Never played Diablo One. And I actually rotated back to, to the game two years later when I was like, you know, maybe there's something past Duriel. Uh, turned out that's the case. <laughs> and that's when I actually got to kill Diablo for the first time when I was like 16 or 17. And that's, that's, awesome. that's essentially me with Diablo. Yeah. A wow. hard game at the beginning. Wow. So then was Diablo 3 on your radar from the get-go? Like instantly mm. as soon as it was announced? Or did you pick it up later after it was out? No, it was directly on my radar. Like uh, when mm -hmm. the announcement hit, I think it was 2008, right? When the announcement hit on the World Something Invitational, right? Yeah, it's, it's been like, so long. Uh, I don't remember. I think it was like Mark Moham on the on the stage, and he said, uh, "We have something special for you, right?" And then Jay Wilson showed up, and uh, you know the music was playing, and then yeah, you know, Diablo three yeah. was announced, and uh, actually, I actually remember. I remember. That. Oh yeah, I remember watching that one like one or two days mm -hmm. later on YouTube. And uh, I was very, very hyped. And yeah, I actually had like night shipping for Diablo 3. I got nice. it uh, the night. Uh, yeah. So you were able to, to, to witness our, what was it, 73 or 37? 30, 30 something. Yeah, 37. Yeah, 30 something. Right. yeah, it was the same same kind of for me. We, we got it. Um, I, I don't remember how I got on my radar, but it was offered for free if you bought a year subscription to WoW. I remember that was like the first time I was like, "Oh crap!" And that was it Diablo Three. Yeah, Diablo Three. Like oh, free? back when they wow. when they announced it, if you did like a if you bought a one lump sum year subscription, hmm. they would give you the game for free. And I was like, "I'm gonna play WoW for a year anyway." So, oh, I see. Yeah. I never played WoW. Like I never touched WoW. My man. Yeah. Stay strong. Yeah. 
It's mostly, <laughs> I, I know I, I have like a super addictive personality. Mm, yeah. And uh, I know if I touch Vow, that there's a good likelihood that's the end of me. So sure. probably not touch right. it. Right. Smart. So let me backtrack just a little and ask you, um, well, I guess, what's the what got you into streaming? Like, how did you start streaming? Mm, yeah, so... I was actually never, ne never one to watch streams too much, to, to be honest. Um, I think the only streams that I really, really, really watched at the very beginning of Diablo was actually a Kriparian stream. Mm -hmm. uh, Vanilla. When, uh, you know, yeah, exactly. It was pre-nerf, pre-nerf Inferno. And I was actually watching live when he actually did the, the kill with Krippy. Mm -hmm. I think it was him and Krippy and they did the kill together. And uh, then I actually didn't really watch Twitch at all, nor Diablo. And um, I think I wanted to start streaming because um, I was playing on fairly high tiers in the European community. And uh, I felt like I know a lot of stuff, so I considered uh, sharing. So that was like the main incentive was uh, educating people or having like a stream where you can explain stuff. Sure. That's cool. Borrowly. How it noble was, of you. At least. Yeah, that was my initial intention, right? And then obviously money came in and now it's all about the Twitch millions. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's yeah, how you get Lando. millions is by streaming Diablo 3. Everybody yeah. knows that. It's the fastest <laughs> that's exactly. path. I mean, listen, that's, I'm on the beach right now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So is Diablo the first game you streamed? Yeah, the first and only. I've actually... Uh, I... I have no plans to stream anything whatsoever. Have you ever streamed really? anything else? You've never done um, POE or anything uh, else? So I've done POE, okay. you know, with my proud 13 viewers average for <laughs> the, the 50 hours that I played on stream. Yeah. So yeah. kudos oh, yeah. to mom, dad, and my sister and mm, all the family yeah. tuning in. Shout out. Appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> Shout out I to mean, the big fans. Yep. We've, we've all been there. That was sure. me yesterday. Yeah. So I feel you. Ah, uh, really? You play PoE by now? Wow. Uh, no, I, I, I well, I started playing last two weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not a PoE player, but you know, I've been picking it up. It's yeah. okay. Mm -hmm. Fluff's trying so hard to get me hooked. I just, you know, it's an ARPG podcast and mm. I'm just talking to myself when I start to talk about no. PoE. <laughs> so besides that one, I'm not sure. Do you guys know the game Cluster Truck? What? <laughs> All right, it's, it's essentially just a jump and run, more or less, and it has just an insanely great Twitch integration where Twitch is voting debuffs on your game, essentially. So it makes like mm. your game harder. And uh, that's where it was like, like a community event at the end of the stream from time to time. That's cool. But it was called always, Jump and what? Jump and it, it's called Cluster Truck. Cluster Truck. Cluster truck. Okay. And you can buy it for a couple of bucks on Steam and it has like a really cool Twitch integration. Like at the end of a stream, you can just plug it in and then people can vote on some crazy debuffs let's all switch that's cool, that's cool. yeah right, oh, let's we go, go. <laughs> confirm this is no longer a rpg podcast i was told yesterday that if you know we all start making guides that diablo and blizzard will go bankrupt and so it's it's our fault that <laughs> basically oh. that this powerhouse is still going so i i had know, no idea that the, we were keeping this thing alive not to derail but on that same subject i had a youtube comment um where that I just read today. It's been there for a couple of days, but he said that it's my fault for buying the game, the shit game in his words. Sure. That Blizzard keeps, keeps producing bad, con bad games because <laughs> I bought it. You know, I can't disagree. I really yeah. can't. It's, YouTube comments are the best. They really are. If you're feeling down, just go read some yeah. YouTube comments. They will cheer you up sure. so fast. Sure. So, but anyways, uh, yeah, 
we had some some juicy content. Do you want you got any more? I do. You know, one more question, question is, okay. you know, what I guess what kind of keeps you playing Diablo like after our, you know? Yeah, that's that's a great question because I haven't been streaming for the last one and a half months. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so you pretty much nailed it. Uh on the head. Yeah, what, what keeps me playing? So so if something keeps me playing, and it's definitely friendship and viewership. Mm. Um yeah, but I haven't been playing the last one and a half months, mostly because it's summertime. It's ridiculously hot in Europe. Uh, mm. Last week, we had like a 40 degree Celsius wave, which is for you guys like 108, I guess, Fahrenheit. Um, so it was pretty, pretty, pretty hot. And you don't really want to play games at that point. Mm. Um, but what keeps me playing is definitely circling back to the to the same people that I've played with for the last couple of years. Um, viewership that always has questions always helps out. Like, uh, when people ask me if there's something to test in, I'll always, you know, pull up the stream when I have the time or I'll make time to, to pull up the stream. And, uh, yeah, for instance, PTR is always a great moment. Like, oh, always yeah. cycling back for the PTR. Yeah. Man, like, PTR, always... we can finally theorycraft something again. It's like, mm. I love that part. Especially this patch, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but you know what? Let's talk about the, uh, the polls, right? Oh, I don't know. We skipped right over them. <laughs> um, let's see if I can pull it up. Please. There we go. Okay, so the poll from last week, or two weeks ago, because we had last week off because P-Chan was on vacation, was, do you like the new Diablo forums? Right? Question, response, yes, no, who cares, I use Reddit. <laughs> what do you think? I already know it. What won. do you think won? <laughs> And do you like new forums? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, SVR. I mean, I think? gotta say Reddit. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's if I don't say Reddit. Reddit like, yeah, there's no way that didn't win. There's no way. But you posted on the forums, SVR. So yeah, you... that was a one-time exception, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, I did post on the forums just to see that I shouldn't do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the results are who cares? I use Reddit. Fifty-six percent mm. of the vote. Yes is 29% of the vote, and no is 16%. So, I again, it kind of blows my mind, and, and I'm, I don't know if you agree or not, SVR, but, like, any game investing any kind of time into a forum in this day and age, like, when Reddit exists, is such a waste of resource. That's a very strong opinion. It is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I just feel on the Battle.net forums, people are very likely to disagree just for the sake of disagreeing <laughs> that makes sense sure so that's what i feel that happens often in the battle forums and i don't have to feel that that's the case on reddit mm. so okay mm. so you think like reddit's a little bit more welcoming well <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah reddit's gotta be one of the most toxic places i've ever experienced. i think the forums are way more toxic than reddit but I would also say forums win on toxicity. At this point in time, I 100% agree. But, you know, the climates dictated that a little bit. Right. So I mean, it's all a bit rough in Diablo, so. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much anywhere. Uh, but yeah, the poll for next week uh, is what are you most hyped for in 2.6.6? Option one, reworked legendaries. Two, revamped crafted sets. Three, legacy of dreams, legendary gem. Or four, New season of Triune theme. I'll let you guys vote on that. But yeah. I mean, we'll get your opinion, SVR, cool. because you're not going to be here next week. 
So mm-hmm. what are you most hyped for, most for? Yeah, I'll go for the crafted sets. Crafted sets. That's, uh, yeah, the revamped crafted sets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I also like the, like, like just conceptually, I like what they did this time. They went out of the comfort zone and they went for, actually for new stuff, even though it's not much, it's sure. literally new stuff. Yeah. And it's not just yeah. value changes. Uh, so conceptually, uh, you know, even though I might not always agree with everything and might not agree with everything that they made this time, I have to reinforce the conceptual changes that it's actually new stuff. So um, I'll go for the revamped and reworked stuff like for those two. I don't really care for the new season theme too much. Mm-hmm. Um, something else. And I appreciate it. But really, when it comes to just new mechanics and I live for mechanics. Sure. Hence revamped crafted sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. speaking of the new changes, if you've been living on a rock, Diablo got a you know, pretty juicy set of changes coming our way in 2.6.6, season 18. And we'll just kind of go to that list and talk about, you know, our experiences with it so far on PTR, what they mean, because I know SVR knows, you know, I was actually wrong myself about, you know, Captain Crimson's, for example. So we'll just go through kind of what's changing and what we think about them and what they actually mean for the game. So starting with the season of Triune. So, <laughs> for you guys who don't know, it's like Oculus Ring drops on the ground, and there's three different kinds. Basically, double damage, resource cost reduction, and cooldown reduction. What are your thoughts? First, I'll start with you, P-Child. W- what do you think about the season of Triune? It's cool. I mean, it's new. It's not a... like I was betting money we were going to get season of Traveler's Pledge, Compass Rose, Endless Walk mm-hmm. season. That That's where my money was at, you know? Yeah. Um, so, it's cool we didn't get that, and um, it's new. I don't know how much development talent and people they have devoted. So I appreciate the effort, man. It's cool. SVR? You know? It, it's, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I also 100% expected season of Traveler's Pledge and Compass so I think many people did. And for me, that would have been a, well, guess, you know, maybe play the first week and that's it. Uh, still the same case, probably. <laughs> however, however, yeah. I want to point out that I'm pleasantly surprised that they went and out of the comfort zone, mm-hmm. and they just created something new from scratch. Literally, something new from scratch. Is um, it and that is something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> here, so here comes right. the software engineer opinion. All right. <laughs> yeah. I, I Copy check, paste some code. Yeah. yeah. I actually checked the data mine, and it's actually true. So, the Triumphs Will code is actually just tr- free Triumphs Oculus. Okay. It shares the same uptime, cooldown, radius, and has yeah. the same mechanics. Right. So it's literally just triple Oculus, mm-hmm. but it's a different idea. It's conceptually right. something else. So I'll say I'll reinforce this and, you know, for next time, ask for something more. Okay. But it's the right direction. Yeah, now, right direction for sure. I'm with you guys in the sense that I'm glad that's not like season endless walk. I'm, I'm glad that it's not double, you know, X seasonal theme. Uh, but, you know, I really wanted to see, I, this is new-ish, but it's not like outside what's already in the game. It's not mm-hmm. like a brand new addition to the game. Um, mm-hmm. And it definitely, I, it, it's better for some builds than it is for others, I feel like. But, you know, it, it's it's not bad. It's, it's It could be worse. <laughs> is, is yeah. all I'll say about it. Um, it's, it's there. It, yeah. And, and the, the, the cool thing kind of i guess and and they even hinted at this they said they wanted something that would work for any player that picks up diablo and starts playing sure whether you're level one max level pushing not i mean 
anything you do, this is going to benefit you to an extent. So that's cool. And, and yeah. like leveling this season, it'll be fun for the first 10, 20 minutes. Like, oh, power circle, let's stand in it, guys. Sure. You know, kind of deal. Yeah. So, And it's good. Yeah, like, actually, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. yeah when I, I was actually, so that's a fun failure story. I was actually <laughs> leveling a new character on PTR with Leviathan together. And uh, I was like, dude, that, that blue circle, which is the resource cost reduction run, right? And yeah, I was standing in it and I was I was just holding down my wave of force <laughs> and my resource cost did not move. So my my arcane power, is it? Yeah, arcane power did not move. I'm like, dude, this is kick-ass for leveling. It's so great. And then the wife was like, dude, you have a channeling pylon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. no. Oh, it felt so great. And then I got destroyed. Yeah. yeah the bad part is 20 seconds seconds earlier i was actually the one clicking the channel (laughs) not my proudest moment solid it's funny solid okay so we'll start with the legendary effects okay flavor of time so as you guys know new legendary power pylon effects last twice as long i'm very curious what you think about this svr so we'll start with you yeah um super scary and i'm very scary off this one um i think it has some like right now it's not ridiculously overpowered because at the power levels we're playing with right now with bazooka and one fun snacker people are fishing for rifts to clear in five minutes on 150. it's crazy so it's not like we have tiers uh where a specific pylon has a lot of weight right now Mm -hmm. um however back in the days if you look back like let's say five seasons six seasons and we'll look at, uh, you know, we were playing tiers like 120s, 130s there. And uh, the way we played the game was, you know, you were playing the rift and you were just barely on time, maybe slightly behind time. And then you uncovered the conduit, right? And then you pulled your four to five packs to the conduit. You made like two minutes of time just for the boss. And then the boss collected the boss. And that's how we perceived and played high grade rift. Was just conduit was what gets you ahead of time to make enough, you know, boss timer essentially. And uh, yeah, if we if we essentially fast forward like five seasons or like three seasons, right? And what can what could we dream of? Well, we could ask for new tiers. We could also ask for rescaled contents. So maybe so tiers are actually we need to fight tiers again, and we need to clear in 14, 15 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. And that's when flavor of time becomes stronger and stronger because the because the weight shifts more towards conduit again, mm-hmm. um, and that is a hidden buff to flavor of time. And it makes flavor of time more and more mandatory. And I don't like that one. I think this is an item that essentially tells me we have no plan whatsoever to ever increase great earth cap or rescale content. Um, because if we do so, then this item becomes strong and stronger. And I believe that by design, pylons should not be scalable. Like we should not as players have the option to scale pylons because if we can, we'll always do so. Always. So it's and interesting, it's, yeah, that you mentioned yeah. that like if the cap didn't exist, it'd be more impactful. So you think, let's just assume that like Thorns Necro gets nerfed, Starpack Wiz gets mm-hmm. nerfed, and we're uh, kind of maybe fighting for 150 again. Do you think that this would be yeah. more impactful? Yeah, then, yeah, definitely. Gotcha. So essentially, it's yes, we the trapped or convention of elements. It's just going to be required. Yeah. yeah, it's very strong. We'll see how how they des- decide to... Uh, right now, it's a bit buggy, so we'll see right. how they want to fix it. In what um, way is it buggy, I guess, for those that don't know? Um, Yeah, I'll, I'll have to check my own thread file. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can just pull it up. Down. 
Uh, so it buffs the entire group if and only if the clicker has it equipped and if the pylons are piling. But is that bad? Because that's kind of like Nemesis to me. I mean, a Nemesis would mean so. If Nemesis would behave the same way, that would mean that if if the one with Nemesis clicks power, you get true. four packs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at each player's location. No. True. Right now, it's like each player. So if uh, somebody who has flavor of time is clicking a pylon, um, and it's a power pylon, then everybody gets a double power time. So you think it should only be the clicker that gets the double time? I think right now it should only be the qu- clicker, and even then, just just for conduit, it's probably a bit too strong. Right on. So, right on. Pichal, what do you think about the flavor of time? Um, that, I mean, it it. My initial thought was just using it for farming, for speed farms. You know how you could make things, you know, twice as long speed, twice as long conduit and power, just to blow up rifts, T16s. Mm-hmm. Um, so to be honest, the first chance I had to look at the notes was last night okay. on stream since I was on vacation, I unplugged. And so I haven't broken down a lot of things like you guys have or, or been play testing as much. Um, but I, I think SVR's points are super valid. You know, when he, I agree with him, when he, he breaks it down like that, it's hard to disagree. Right. You know, I think it becomes an item that you have to equip. And, th- and we already have so many of those now that it's like, I don't want more. Sure. So, so for me, you know, mostly solo speed farmer, it's like you basically like just have a pylon, like the entire riff now, because you clear it in like three mm-hmm. minutes. <laughs> yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. 20% of the riff, you won't have one, but then the rest, you just have a permanent pylon which is really interesting so and overlapping pylons like all the time it's crazy it could be fun for for speed builds though i mean it's like it is fun for that a fun item yeah i just would hate like svr says like it becomes like this required thing and you're fishing for pylons i mean you're always always fishing for pylons but like they would be so much more powerful double duration so i don't like that but moving on uh, the Executioner, uh, which basically says attacks will slay enemies with less than 5 to 10% health. This is a two-hand axe. Uh, Peach, I'll start with you. What are your initial thoughts on this one? It's, you know, it's cool. It's a new effect on an item that wasn't really usable. It seems to fall in line with the name of the item. So they they tried to tie, you know, tie things together. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, again, like maybe that's where my mindset is these days, but most of these things I looked at, I'm like, ooh, speed farm build, you know? Yeah. So again, I went to, uh, you know, speed farm builds with this, like, oh, that, that's cool. You can get an extra free frailty aura, basically, or frailty. Right. On a lot of classes that don't have it. Um, And I know you were incorporating it in one of your new speed builds. Right? Me? No. Yeah, didn't you? No. Oh, I thought you put this I in. I play a necro. Right. What the hell do I need this item for? <laughs> SVR, uh, I your thought, thoughts? Yeah, for some, I don't know. I don't know what I was looking at. I mean, essentially, it's like mini frailty on a stick. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah they, mm-hmm. they kind of want to give frailty to everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's a good step. Next step is delete Necro. And then we're Gucci. What the? Oh, toxic. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> no. Wow. We're Gucci with Necro. But uh, I think it's funny that they excluded Demon Hunters because it's a two-handed axe. And oh, Demon Hunters cannot equip two-handed axes. And it's also not equipable in a cube. So it's like, <laughs> hey, you guys don't get to have frailty. Like everybody gets to have frailty. Uh, 
Necro wow. gets a real frailty you, and Demon Hunter is just... You know, I would ask if you think that's intended, but I tend to think that nothing I is ever intended. <laughs> okay, no, you asked I them. asked them. And uh, so it's the same with my Sustrumits Reva. Okay. And the answer was, yeah, by design, Executioner and Messerschmitt's Weaver are not available for Demon Hunters. Weird. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. What do you uh, think, Fluff? Yeah, I'm kind of the same opinion. Like, I just think it's a frailty for the classes that don't get yeah. it. I didn't even actually yeah. know until SVR said that, that the DHs didn't get it because I didn't even think about that. But yeah, it's mm -hmm. worthwhile noting that it does not work on a follower right now. Yeah. Um, there's a huge debate going if I it know. should work on a follower or not. Um, so personally, I would say, like a lot of people have been asking me why I said in my like feedback that uh, I believe it's okay that it shouldn't work on the follower. Um, and the reason is fairly simple. Right now, we have like a couple of camp competitive choices on on the follower. Like you can equip a uh, Yungjindu, which is the you know the freezing thingy, yeah, uh, yeah. lower thresholds. And there's like Thunder Fury and Pick Sticker just for attack speed, and then there's like other stuff you can equip. Uh, once Executioner is an important Executioner works, you're forced to play Executioner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is not a choice anymore. Right. Unless you play solo Necro. Unless you play solo Necro. But uh, Executioner on the follower is just too strong in comparison to what else you can have yeah. on the follower. Yeah. Um, hence, I don't want to see it on follower. But it's kind of... I know a lot of people... <laughs> yeah, it, 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 you, like, you look at it and it's like, wow, follower item. Like, I'll not yeah, play it right. because I have like an 8,000% multiplier in a cube. I'm not switching. Um, but guess what? Uh, yeah. So, but like, like it just makes to everyone's kind of locked into the ten. Unless you need like an attack speed breakpoint, like you're kind of everyone plays Templar. So it's like, well, okay, we're now we're gonna be forced to use Enchantress. Yes, that's the next swing. Yeah, uh, you have to do it, Enchantress. Right. So I, I, yeah, I think I it's like too her. strong. It's way too strong for a follower. Uh, it, followers yep. are stupid, anyways. But <laughs> they should be removed from the game. <laughs> they really should. Um, uh, but that's a different yeah debate. moving on this one I think is the weirdest one stone gauntlets mm -hmm. so new legendary power getting attacked slowly turns you to stone and that's it <laughs> according yeah. to the tooltip uh, you gain 50% more armor but your moon speed is reduced by 15% and your attack speed is reduced by 20% stacking up to 5 times the only, so like yeah. I said one day with the patch notes the first thing that came to mind with me is condemn crusader but that's it like, what else could potentially possibly use this? Thorns Necro. That's what, what do you guys think about <laughs> I mean, yeah, what do you guys think about the item? Just conceptually. It's like a trade-off item, right? So we don't have trade-off yeah, items yet. In, in the current scheme of the game and the way power balance is so screwed up, like, this is... It's, it's got negative... It's one of the few legendaries that, that has negative effects with it, too. Like, mm. real consequences to putting it on and the game's not designed that way none of the balance goes that way i think it's silly that it has it personally i don't like mm -hmm. it that much okay interesting uh i mean for me like i i think the attack speed reduction just kills the item i think it's just yeah 100 percent. what what why uh, there's gonna be again i i didn't i didn't does condemn scale off like attack speed at all i don't even know because i don't play condemn i don't think so not. but Okay. Yeah, so that's why it's the only thing I could think of. Yeah, but you're still gonna walk slow. Yeah, so, I mean, condemn is already but, like, slow. If you're pushing, does it really matter if you're super super slow? I, I guess know. not. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And then the, the, I couldn't think of pony, anything else like, that could break you out of that snare. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Could you Maybe. click the? 
I don't know. Is it I don't like it. You click it. I don't like anything about it. I especially don't like that the tooltip says it'll turn you to stone because that doesn't mean anything to a brand new player. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's more like a flavor text than actually right. a legendary ethics description. So they, right. for some reason, they want, don't want to be really technical. Uh, I'm not a big fan of that one. Yeah. Uh, initially, when I when I read the item, um, I was sitting, well, was, you know, back seat, and I'm like, uh, Jesus, it's like a trade off item. We don't really have trade off items. We usually have items like item gives you gives you X, and you look at it and like, how important is X to me? And do you, do do I rather want to have Y from a different item? And this time, it's really just uh, you get something, some something, you know, a bonus, but you also have to take in a, a penalty. Um, so. I was a bit indifferent about it. I wasn't really sure how to feel about it. And I was thinking, so the only builds that really want to play this is something that is not self-attacking um, because the attack speed penalty is just way too high. So it's something that uh, wants to get hit, which is, you know, generic fonts builds. So for generic fonts builds, this wouldn't be terrible right? Um, because you don't really want to attack. You want to cast from time to time some stuff and it will be slow. But your DPS is not really related to you attacking. It's to about you getting hit. hit right. And the same applies to Ivory Tower Crusader. So Ivory Tower 1 Crusader. I would also would like to want it. And then I actually went ahead and tested the item. And it turns out, um, well, movement speed and attack speed are both uh, crowd control and pairing effects. And if you're CC immune, they do not apply to you. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. So, oh my god! You can mitigate the the penalties, and it's oh my! It's not like you can't be no, it can't be like per mind. You're just diminishing like it's just diminishing returns on you. So like, wow! I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, so. there's also so if you are a class that does not have CC immunity, like uh, Witch Doctor, um, there is this nice secondary FX which is called uh, CCR Crowd Control Reduction. Reduction I think right, yeah. Um, you can have it on jewelry or on head pieces, and it also works. So you can have three times, no, four times a 40% roll, and then you have like 92% uh, CCR on your character. And uh, then, you know, from the, what is it, 100% attack speed reduce, you only get, uh, you know, 8% attack speed reduce. So you completely mitigated the downsides. Wow. And it's worthwhile noting, uh, even though the item reads kind of funny, you actually gain 50% armor five times. So it's 250% armor. Uh, so and that's a, a shit ton of mitigation. Like for intelligence classes are really, really, really happy about this item. <laughs> so, uh, you know, this is a wizard is playing St. Archer's bracers, like gloves right now. Right. Which is the, uh, the health shield thingy. And you'll probably replace. So once they, right now there's a bug with it where the attack speed's uh, debuff is piercing CC immunity, but it shouldn't. Mm. So it's cor correctly reduced by CCR, but it's not blocked by immunity, but it should be blocked by immunity. Do you think um, there should so be I DR on something like that? Like against <laughs> you? <laughs> For like a, a penalty I mean, you're inflicting on yourself, it seems like. I know, I know. That's a penalty you flick on yourself, and uh, you have a smart way to be immune to your own penalty. Yeah. Apparently. Huh. Um, so, yeah, I was also a bit surprised. I, When I read the item, I didn't consider that we were able to to diminish the, the penalty. That's but crazy. apparently, you will do it. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought you could either. That's kind of yeah. crazy. So, it's pretty strong. So, it's, we'll see it pop uh, up then, is what it sounds like. Uh, it seems like we're going to see it. Yeah, it's a very, very strong item. Um, so, you know, I usually, when you look at trade-off items and half of the community says it's shit, 
you should buff it. <laughs> and the other part says, it's great. You can negate the penalties. Then it's a freaking good trade-off item mm. because it's yeah. exactly what you, what you would, you know, what you, they wanted to do, right? Give us something where half of the community is it's shit. It's a joke. It's a clown fiesta or rework it. And the other half is like, Jesus, dude, if that works and, uh, Insta swapping on a couple of builds. Damn. I didn't think about that. Wow. I wonder if they realized that you could mitigate. I mean, I, I do. You, okay. Let me ask you this. This is something we bring up a lot on the podcast. <laughs> I tend to I think that question. nothing is usually by intelligent design in Diablo three. <laughs> what, what wow. That's a strong opinion. <laughs> yeah. That's what I do. What, what yeah, are your thoughts? Um, do you, do you think that some of these like backdoor effects are intended? I mean, I, I, so it's an, a very interesting legendary effect and you know it has this trade-off component where you get something and you know you have to pay something um so i think that is i would say that's intelligent yeah mm. i would say that's a good idea because we don't have such things and it makes you it makes you think like it you know do you like, do you think rat runs this is this is the originating <laughs> question okay this started mm -hmm. like episode one mm-hmm do you think rat runs were intelligently designed or they discovered by the community with the tools that they gave us? Do you they think were 100% they... not originally designed, I would say. Yeah. Thank you. They were discovered Plus by the trying community. so hard not to grin ear from ear <laughs> with that room. <laughs> right? it's, it's I mean, what, what are the two opposing forces here? Like, uh, <laughs> do people believe they were actually designed to be in a game, rat runs? <sighs> I I kind of feel like they had to have thought about this a little, but I think they, you know the the opinion is people think so because it's like a pay to win class and they want to sell. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, pay to win. That's a whole tinfoil hat kind of thing, but yeah. Yeah, people no. like, oh, they want you to buy Necro uh, to do rat. I'd say rat runs are way too com like way too complex, and it took way too long for them to, you know. To actually be figured out mm -hmm. like uh there was a long time after beta in the middle of the very first season in season 11 so uh yeah it, there's it's, i don't think there's and see even with these stone gauntlets like i would disagree like i think that they intended for this to be like some support build item and it was intelligent from the community to discover that you could like break it basically but i don't think the mm. blizzard i don't i don't i just don't I, think anyone plays this game over there i really don't but sure uh moving on echoing fury uh slaying enemies engulfs the wielder into a frenzy which again is the tooltip killing enemies increases your attack speed by 15 percent and movement speed by five percent and stacks up to five times peach out initial thoughts um honestly you know not something that i super you know barb item off the top of my head is what i thought but i didn't spend a lot of time That's thinking fair. about how i could in incorporate this into any I any build that i'm gonna play right you know so <laughs> sure I'm like a barb item cool mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. next uh, i mean echoing fury is a is a very very old school vanilla item yeah was vanilla like the, was amazing the, it was like the best in yeah, slot the one hand weapon yeah if, if there was one one hand weapon it was the echoing fury mm -hmm. and each time you lose it you were sitting there and you're like hopefully this is you know this is my 1000 euro x that i uh, made so they can sell <laughs> like yeah i was always <laughs> like the implicit hope 
Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Echoing Fairy has come a long way. It's worthwhile noting that the attack speed bonus on Echoing Fairy is for some reason not the attack speed bonus that you get on your gear. It's not the same one. It's actually a legacy item, a uh, legacy modifier. So the 15% attacks per second, sorry, the 15% uh, attack speed um, is actually 0.15 attacks per second, and that is a legacy modifier. It also existed on the original Echoing Fury. Right. I'm not sure if you remember, it had like plus 0.22 or up to plus 0.25 attacks per second. And that is a legacy modifier. It does not exist anymore in this game and has been purged a long while ago. Um, so that to me is a bit back on this. Yeah, it's back on this. Wow. So, okay. Is it better or worse? Um, it's so if you have it in cube and you have a two hander equipped, so if you have the slower your weapon, the better it becomes. Mm. The faster your weapon, the worse it is in comparison to the current increased attack speed percent. So, uh, so So I'm not sure why it was reintroduced. Uh, by mistake, but, yeah. maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, probably mistake. <laughs> we we don't know. So. Yeah. Uh, but what do you like uh, overall? What do you think about it? Other than like what it's actually mm-hmm. doing? Um, it's a shit ton of attack speed, right? Yeah. Like you're you're hitting like a machine gun, especially if you play like Hota something. Um, if you have like two, if you're dual wielding and you have it in cube, for instance, and that's an, an incredible amount of attack speed. Uh, which also means that everything is running constantly away because it has twenty percent fear on it. Oh, that's so, true. <laughs> so if you, yeah, if so, if you have it equipped, right? If it's in cube, then you're safe. Yeah. But if you have it equipped, then everything will constantly run away because you're hitting like a machine gun, mm-hmm. and uh, everything will get constantly feared. So my feedback was, it's fine by me if you remove the fear now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was essentially my feedback. But you could wear larceny and move faster. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Incredible. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> New speed Chase everything through the rift. Yeah. What'd you think, Fluff? Um, you know, it's okay. Uh it can actually be pretty decent, like early season for Necro. Like until you get like the stuff that you would need, because your corpse plants like breakpoint would fly way up. But outside of that, like I the fact that it's on kill, I think makes it a lot worse. Mm, that's true. That's true. A um, lot of people ask for it to be on hit. Yeah. Hit, on hit basis. Because on RG, oh, yeah. it's dead in the water. Like, unless you yeah, have ads. So, I, I yeah. I, I like it. Here, here's my problem with, like, so, assuming that, you know, the, the gauntlets were <laughs> not intelligent design and, like, the text is as it is and there's no like you know backdoor that people are, are able to abuse it and make it quite good my concern here is like adding legendary to the game is awesome but like if we're adding more legendaries that don't do anything for any builds to the game like we're kind of repeating our mistakes and so that's what i fear for with some of these items like it's nice echo and fury is nice like early season like i said for like necro i could see you know werewolf and speed farm builds using it but it's like never going to get used in a push pill because it's on kill, probably. And on RG, it's worthless. So I I like items that have really good usage. So mm-hmm. I mean, they might change that to on hit. So yeah, I could see that. That would already be a severe buff. So yeah. But yeah. What about squirts? Squirts. So good. So good. 
SVR, yeah. what do you think? Squirts. Mm. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure. When I read it the first time, I was like, wait, wait a second. So what's the difference to travelers right now? And so then I saw, okay, you're you're actually taking more damage. Right. So it took me a while. <laughs> um but right now it's bucked. Right now you right. so right now uh, you only take five percent additional damage and not fifty. Why'd you report it, dude? Why did you report that? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Reporting bucks in two thousand nineteen. Right. Yeah. This guy. Yeah. But other than that, um, yeah. What do you think? I think it's 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 cute. <laughs> um it's it's another choice that we have. Some people will definitely play it. Hmm. Um, I have not tested the mechanics with shields. So if you have shields equipped, like uh, the the blood bracers on wizards, and then you have deflection, and then you gain like a lot of shields per second for each time you hit an archon. So I have not really checked the mechanic. Um, I'll have to do that one. So if if it doesn't debuff when you're being hit and uh, your shield is absorbing it, so you're not losing life, then it's actually pretty pretty strong, and so uh, we'll probably see some play. Uh, besides that one, it's very competitive to the flavor of time slot and, and mm-hmm. a few solo variants that people like. People will have to decide if they want to go for flavor of time or Squirt's Necklace and solo, um, if they can afford to play Squirt's Necklace. Uh, the only thing, the only class that, that I'm pretty certain will play it is probably Multi-Shot Demon Hunter, because you never get, for, you know, the trick to play the build is to not get hit in the first place, and if you get hit, then you're playing the build incorrectly. So. Right. Necklace, uh, hence Squirt's, Squirt's, Squirt's Necklace is pretty good for multi-shot Demon mm-hmm. Hunter. Besides that one, don't see some severe wizard applications as long as I'm not sure about the shield mechanics. Hmm. What do you think about like, you, the, the teeter-totter? Do you think it should be like, a, okay, you got hit, so the buff wears off for X amount of time, or should it work like Traveler's Pledge? Compass Rose. I mean, the way it works, yeah, the way it works right now is if you get hit, then the item goes on two seconds of cooldown, and then uh, each second you get a stack, and each stack gives you ten percent right. damage and five percent, so like, uh, you know, negative, like you know, t- damage taken increased. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm okay with that. It's a bit different. I don't like that we don't have an icon, so yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, it feels worst. very, it, it feels very, very close to. To Traveler's Pledge. Yeah. Maybe a bit too close. Yeah. Mm. Peach out, what do you think? Squirts? Yeah, it looked like a fun item to me that you could experiment with um, off the top of my head. You know, it just, it, you know, I was thinking, let's, you know, what can we throw this in? While not taking damage, your damage is increased by 100%. I instantly thought about just rat runs. I was like, <laughs> oh man, a rat necro could, could try to put that on. You're not going to get hit that much, anyways. Your minions are doing all the damage. I didn't know mechanically. Like I know your your mages go based off of your sheet damage, and if your sheet damage goes up, then they should go up. So it should apply, but you'd have to test. And then I wasn't sure how the damage increase mechanic works. Obviously, I haven't had any time to test these things. So is it like you know? So just depending on how the mechanically how it breaks down. Um, so you know it could be applicable. And then you know obviously when I was reading these notes, I was in chat. My chat was saying I'm multi shot demon hunter. You know, so that was the other thing that came to mind sure. for me too. You know. Yeah. So. It's cool. I love it. So <laughs> it's amazing for Necro because Necro can drop endless walk and we can put on like another ring and the necklace. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I like it a lot right now because we're not getting that full 50% like mitigation debuff. We're only getting 45 mm-hmm. really. But like, you know, we can wear captains and we can put on the squirts and it's like GG for every build I've ever made. So I really like it. 
just my opinion. I'm asking me again after like the patch releases and I'm like dying all the time. Maybe I won't like mm-hmm. it so much. <laughs> <laughs> one shot out of the yeah, time. Pretty much. I mean, yeah. Necros get one shot anyways and he mm-hmm. gives 50%. Just don't get hit. Yeah, just don't get hit, forehead. But yeah, Measure Schmidt's Reaver. New legendary power reduce the remaining cooldown of warning your skills by one second when you slay an enemy. Peach, I'll start with you. Yeah, that's, you know, <laughs> it's like you have another a, another Oculus ring, kind of, you know. It just made me think of that. I, I don't know. Um, not super really impressed. I, it, it's just another, it's not outside of the box, I guess is what I should say. It just feels like, you know. Right How much witch doctor playtime do you have, P Child? Zero. Like so the, harvest, the Grim Harvest? Yeah. Is that what you're about to say or whatever it's called? Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's essentially a, a witch doctor passive on a stick. I'm not <laughs> yeah, sure. It's true. It's I didn't even think about that. I think it's yeah, I, witch doctor is my least played class by far. Yeah. I, I haven't yeah. played one in you and everybody else. You know, since like season eight or something. <laughs> you know, it's been so long. Right. So. You know, it's it's cool. I mean, I'm sure that there are there are going to be some builds. When I read this, I'm like, I'm sure this is going to be utilized in something. You know, somebody will find a way to to take it crazy advantage of this cooldown reduction. Um, and and so much of of what these changes that I read, I guess it's because it's what I've been playing a lot the last couple of seasons. Went to rat runs though, but sure. I'm thinking, okay, so if you can find a way to get this on a Z necro, because if the Z necro is running frailty, is that going to count as the cooldown and if it does then if your z-necro is running frailty you can have 100% uptime on land of the dead now for so, f- free you know so that's yeah, instantly counts, what I went to it counts if a z-neck is executing with eternal torment and frailty he gets the yeah. kills yeah yeah he gets okay that's a question that so. I actually had interesting yeah. SVR what do you think um so initially, when I read the item, <laughs> and uh, I was like, yeah, reading a patch notes, I'm like, wow, this is busted. They have to remove this. This breaks the game. Turns out completely wrong. <laughs> uh, it does not break the game, at least not how I believe there would be. Um, I think it's so it's not an item I see in any like end game meta setup for any solo variant sure. of uh, any group stuff. If at all, it's somewhere incorporated on support classes, such as Xenic, for instance, which is a primer um, because of frailty. If they change it to assists, then maybe other classes will also play it at some point. Um, in total, for solo, um, I think the only time you really will see this item being played is at the very beginning of the season. Okay. And I'm specifically talking about like the first three to four, five, six days. Uh, when people don't have their NGOMs yet, when people don't have the DBs to roll and everything into cooldown. Uh, specifically, all the Wizards fans out there, if, you, if you're if you a Wizard fan and you like playing solo, uh, you know how painful it is to to get started as a Wizard, um, especially because you, you usually want to play cooldown. Uh, you're usually trying to strive to Shantotas right now. And then you have this huge, you click the button, everything dies and you're God, and then you're like... Uh, you know, in the next 80 seconds, you're like a wet noodle, like a potato, <laughs> and everything kills you. Um, and this item really, really helps because when you click Archon and you're an Archon, the only skill that isn't cooldown is Archon. And while your wife is killing stuff for you, Archon is being reset in the background. And then you drop out of Archon and Archon is back up. 
Mm. And so you don't have to go to the mystic and reroll every single DB that you own into cooldown. Um, so it's a really, really, really nice gap closer to, you know, quickly build up cooldown for solo wizards. And that's yes. for me. I already have one use for it and I know I will use it like 1000% guarantee I will use this item. And hence for me, good item. I'm happy. Right on. Mm-hmm. I like it. So Necro finally achieves solo 100% uptime mm-hmm. on Land of the Dead. We've already come out with the build guide, which is probably way too soon, but it's amazing. Can't wait to play this build next season. Everything stays frozen. You just walk through the rift and corpse lands. It's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Which is I great interactivity with squirts. Benefiting. Everything's frozen, you know? So you don't take yeah. any damn. I like it. Great, great change. Uh, moving on to the formerly super controversial item, Mortix Brace. So Wrath of the Berserker gains the effect of every rune. And just to give everyone the full history, Mortix Brace was like, was it season two, season three? It was supposed to be it's added. the hardest I've ever been <laughs> trolled in my life. I'm, I'm not over that yeah. still. It was supposed um, to be added to the game, and then like last second, they just yanked it out. And pretty silently as well. It didn't tell us. Right. Um, and so now they're bringing it back. And it's a really good item, but what do you guys think? Yes, Fjord? Yeah, first of all, thanks to Blizzard back in the days. <laughs> you know, I'm really happy about uh, we get to talk about this one. Mm-hmm. That was a good moment when I was sitting in TeamSpeak with my friends back in the days. And then it's like, dude, they pulled Mortex Braces. What do you mean they pulled Mortex Braces? <laughs> yeah, they did. Um, so that was kind of painful. Um, I think it was a couple of weeks back when somebody asked me on my channel um, how I feel about Mortex Bracers. So it was like, I don't know, like three months back, maybe. I was like, yeah, by today's standards, Mortex Bracers are not even good. So they could just include it and it would be just, you know, free item for everyone because it doesn't matter at this point anymore. Mm-hmm. And turns out they did. So here's <laughs> Mortex Bracers. Doesn't, doesn't really matter too much, unfortunately. Uh, if you loot it early in the season, you're happy. I'm not sure at which level it drops. I didn't look into it. Um, but it's really like, you know, when you don't have items and you don't have your cube set up yet and you loot it, then you're happy. Um, you know, three days later, you're not going to use it anymore. Sure. It really doesn't fit any bar build too much right now. There's always better choices right now. Um, which is just, uh, you know, just. It's a bit outdated. It's uh, it's like what is it like fourteen seasons late, thirteen seasons yeah. late. Yeah. Um, but it's a free item, so it's essentially a free item that got reactivated. So. You know, I I think it's a it's still a solid option for speed farming. I I think that like people will use it because it is quite good. But it's definitely not going to bridge that gap, which I think what Barb's were really hoping for is it would like yeah. catch them up. You know, and it's just not. Not going to do that. I, I agree. I think it'll be used in speed farm builds, especially with the introduction of the uh, lawn gem. I think that Barb's potentially. Bot the Bob's, Barb's don't use, like, they can't really use lawn right now. Like, lawn's kind of dead for Barb's. It's pretty dead. Yeah. yeah. There's really not much it can do with lawn. Yeah. Lawn. Yeah. I don't know. I was thinking some, some speed builds, you mm-hmm. know, to potentially blow up some riffs, but I'd have to revisit. It's been a, a couple seasons since I played it. So. Yeah. I mean, they really need to make like frenzy lawn a thing for Barb and make it like an RGK or something. Like they need something. They need to do damage think, in the group for once. Uh, there's that one season of like Hoda Barb, but yeah. like outside of that. Mm. I'm not that sure was if you fun. Went to that was a fun season. Yeah. 
if you want to slightly buff Mortex Brace again, um, what you could do is, you know, rework it slightly into Wrath of the Berserker against the effect of every rune, and your Barbarian is always in Wrath of the Berserker without you having to need it on a skill bar. Mm. And then that would be you interesting. Don't need to play yeah, you don't need to yeah. play Zodiac anymore suddenly uh, because you don't need the cooldown for Primap time, and your Barb is simply in Wrath of the Berserker. And from um, a software engineering so perspective, that's, I mean, that's not hard to do. You could, you could do I that and so it would well. make it unique. So it won't make it unique. That's actually a unique effect. Yeah. And you cannot use Halcyons anymore <laughs> <laughs> because you're not transitioning anymore. So all the people on the yes forums will go mad about it. Yeah. <laughs> Bob can't use Halcyon anymore. Bad design. Sure. Please Blizzard. <laughs> yeah. That sounds good. I like that idea. Pichai, what what do you think about it overall? Oh, it's, you know, I, instantly I just thought I just went flashback into, you know, <laughs> rolling a bar before that item, <laughs> yeah. leveling, thinking I had the worst drop luck in the history of sure. drop luck, wasting mats trying to get it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... Good times. Yeah. Yeah. How many, how many blood shards do you guys think you guys spent before you finally realized it wasn't in the game? Two days worth? Am I <laughs> slow? Days? When did they announce? Uh, when did shit. they announce it wasn't in the game? I don't know, man. It was a shitload, though. It was hours, like, yeah, I think. Yeah. Was yeah, it, I, I, I probably didn't hear the announcement for a couple days, and I'm like, I got the worst drop luck in the history. And I think a buddy told me. We were sitting there playing, and I'm like, I can't get these fucking braces. <laughs> and he's like, mm. dude, they're not in the game. And I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah, they are. What are we talking about? And he's like, no, they pulled them. Damn. This always reminds me of this one uh, glorious Reddit post where, where one dude was asking, hey guys, uh, I've been gambling for a thousand blood shards and I've been upgrading endless boots and I'm not getting the Tarasha boots. No. <laughs> and, <it's> like a, <laughs> and you know, the highest upvoted Reddit posts are like, don't worry, dude, keep on trying. Oh, it's going no. to happen. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus, Reddit. Like, oh, dude. oh my God. But yeah, for me, it was like, you know, I played so much PTR and I was trying to get like a really well pa rolled pair of Mortix that like I knew how often I would get it. So I was just like, something's off. So I just ended up like an hour or two later, got on the forums and like, yeah, it doesn't exist anymore. So I didn't waste a ton of time, but God damn, that was so upsetting. Yeah. Because at the time, I on I, one, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. On one console, they they actually dropped for a couple of hours and people mm, were able to I do it remember and that. It. And then they deactivated the drop. So <laughs> some people still had over all those years Monte Expressors. Damn hmm. you. Damn those guys. Cheaters. You can like dupe on console and shit though, can't you? Anyways. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, you see console and they have like rings with yeah. like legendary gym slots, sockets. Yeah. You know, a billion percent physical damage. So kind of. Yeah. But yeah. And then last and probably least, Spite. Uh, new legendary power, non-cleaving gargantuans gain the cleave chilling effects of the humongoid rune. Peachal, I'm going to start with you because you are our local witch yeah. doctor expert. Okay, so <laughs> let me tell you what I thought about this. I read this and I saw the word gargantuan and I was like, next. <laughs> I literally just scrolled past it. Yeah. So yeah. what? What? Yeah, I, I, had the, I, I had the same experience with this item. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So, I took uh, zero seconds of my life analyzing this item. Okay. okay. I actually I actually took enough time to click Shift P to check if I have a Witch Doctor leveled. Turned out I did not have a Witch Doctor oh. leveled, and I didn't want to get a Witch Doctor re-leveled. 
<laughs> How do you um, not so have he, one on your account? Like, not even non-season? Yeah. Jeez, Louise. That's dedicated. Yeah, See, that's a hate. I'm, I'm, I'm that's a, a very hate dedicated. <laughs> I'm a very dedicated uh, witch doctor, non-believer. Solid. Um, My man. So, proud since season 10. <laughs> All right, so what did you think, Fluff? Did you did you analyze this? At yeah, all? I mean, I've played some fucking Witch Doctor and some Dark Days. You know, when I hit rock bottom, I leveled the Witch Doctor, and you know, the other runes on Garg, like Rasper Protector, is basically the only one that's like okay, but it's not like wow, this is gonna do a lot for the Witch Doctor. And all the other runes are terrible, so it's a good idea, but they'd have to like revamp Garg to make it good. So. But I'm curious, like, what an actual witch doctor, like, if he asks, like, Big Daddy Dan, like, if he's like, oh, that's great. So, who knows? Cool. Yeah, I I wish I could. I can't give any <laughs> on that at all. So, yeah. right. Uh, but moving on to, uh, this is a really interesting thing to me, and I'm, I'm curious what you guys think about it. But Legacy of Dreams is a new legendary gem mm-hmm. that basically the TLDR is it gives you lawn for free. Yeah. And it, a little added bonus is that, you get damage modifiers for just wearing legendaries. You don't have to have them ancient. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. SVR, I'm you sorry. Started, you. No, no, no. You get started. <laughs> I'll start. I want to hear your opinion first. Yeah, I want to hear your opinion first. Because Witch Doctor is like the long class. Uh, sorry, Necro is like the long class right now. So, mm. go for it. Um, you know, I, I, I'm kind of torn on this. So, one mm-hmm. is like, that's great. You know, it. It makes builds that, you know, were created last season not completely dead in the water. They lose a legendary gem, which I think is a pretty fair trade. You know, some mm-hmm. builds, it's still going to kill them probably. But I'm also kind of on the fence because it's like, well, now I feel like you're setting this expectation going forward that maybe we're going to get ways of continuing our seasonal themes going into every mm-hmm. season. Oh, yeah. Um, which wouldn't be the worst thing ever. <laughs> I think it's the worst thing ever. So I mean, you're you're already seeing people like, where's our roar? Like, where's our like? Where how can we get roar all the time? That that was exactly my response. I'm like, so guys, when I'm when I'm getting this uh, this gem for double bond, please, please. (laughs) Yeah, I think this one definitely has a trade off though, because you're losing that gem slot, you know. And I and I like you said, you know, it definitely impacts. No matter what build you're playing, it hurts you a little bit. You know. But to go from two ring slots to like a legendary gem, that's so strong. <laughs> it's so, super so strong. powerful. It's it's yeah. super powerful. I agree. Um, I think it's okay. I mean, it's cool. Like the balance is long yeah. gone. Yeah. For so sure. <laughs> at at this point, it gives you more build choices, and that seems like a good thing to me. Okay. So you know, you're giving up something to get it. You got more build choices. I think it's a good thing, personally. Okay. SVR. Let's hear it. SVR. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very, like yeah, I'm, I'm very pleasantly surprised by the implementation. So how they the idea of condensing a seasonal theme and making like giving us the option to replay it essentially. Um, so I'm very fond of this one, and I think it's a I would say an elegant implementation. At least when I read it the first time, and after playing it, I would say it still is. Um, so I was very, very pleasantly surprised that they went down the road of doing it this way. Okay. Uh, the next thing is I, I also mentioned like, uh, yeah, remember, so every single time we get a good theme and we like it, we'll ask for a gem. And if we don't get a gem, we'll cry. <laughs> yeah. so, so get used to a lot of crying after yeah, this uh, probably, condensed yeah. implementation. Yeah. 
Um, and as you guys already mentioned, it's essentially like a classic lawn with two rings in comparison to uh, getting two rings but sacrificing one gem. And, uh, you know, back in the days, we'd always say, oh, you can, if you have Ben of the Trapped in your build, you cannot cut it for whatever reason. Well, guess what? Now you can. Right. You can <laughs> yeah. really, really, like any generic DPS gem that you have, you'll make this trade. You will sure. swap your generic DPS gem, which is Zeiss or Trapped or... Um, Sure. powerful you'll swap those out at all times and you'll always get two additional rings i think necro is probably the strongest class on this one because necro rings are just completely for the roof and so uh, just crazy strong um, lawn star pack whiz is what <laughs> i mean lawn star pack whiz does not have strong rings <laughs> except for for coe it's just the strong rings are just wet yeah, it's 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 the strongest build. But right. Don't let him deflect you, SVR. <laughs> He's just trying to protect <laughs> his little baby over there. Yeah, yeah. Don't talk no, about Necro. Ryan, Necro. No. No, no, don't blame Necro. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that trade-off will always happen. People will always make that that swap. Essentially, if you have a build where you have three gems and you can't swap it out, like you can't swap any of those three gems because you have to play all three of them. Then yeah, you'll have to play classic lawn rings. So you'll have to find. Those do you two think rings anyone rings. would ever do that? Play lawn rings. Uh, I've I think Lonfon's Necro can actually not make the swap right now. Mm. Um, because on some bosses, so if you only go for Blighter and Blighter only, then maybe you can do it because they don't always die without Enforcer on Blighter. But on certain bosses, your Skellies are going to die uh, without Enforcer. And Boyarski's are stricken, you can't swap those. So, so essentially, what we what could do is delete Thorn's Necro. Is what you're saying. We could delete Thorn's Necro. I'd like. Um, <laughs> Where's my shield? Wait. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Please. Definitely for the leash now for Snackdraw yeah. nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I kind of uh, like it. I like Thorns Necro. Um, how do I... Can I ban you, like, from <laughs> the... I've never call? played it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then moving on to um, SVR's favorite thing is the crafted set revamp. Okay. Yay! So starting with Sage's Journey. Do they listen to the podcast? They have to, right? Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sage's I was like Journey. when I was reading this. Yeah, when I was reading this and I saw the belt has been added, I was like, I imagined Lord Fluffy like <laughs> at home and just just crying from happiness, like tears dripping down his face. And he's like, Thanks. I had I had to have been the one that asked for additional items. There's no way it was you for No, I don't think it was because me. It, I actually don't really care about Sage. But it, yeah, I hated that Necro because couldn't use it. Yeah, if it was you, a hundred percent, this belt would not be in the right. game. Hundred percent. There's That's no a way. fact. That is actually scientific. That is a fact. So, yeah, it's been like um, it's cool. I'm I'm glad they added it. I yeah. haven't broken down like you know what uh, you can incorporate now with this extra item. It's probably enough to get mages yep. uh, in the game. Um, maybe crusaders can do it easier now. What what other classes are going to be able to benefit from this? Really, all of them, or I haven't broken down. You know who needed what item to to make it work. Yeah, I would say all of them. Really, it, it would be cool if they would have added more than just the belt. To me personally, I, I, like give us more options. You know, like mm -hmm. I, maybe it'd be too broken. I don't know. So, but it's cool. Yeah, I I'm for it. It's it's all right. What do you think, Sphere? Yeah. yeah, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> Like when I, when I read it, I was like the only one who was really happy about this was the Necro class. I'm like, all right, give Necro this one bone, yeah, and then next patch, <laughs> delete it. <laughs> I was awesome. like, uh, so, my advice on this. What? Okay, so with this change, I'm kind of 
leaning towards that Necro might be the best at running Sage. Maybe. Yeah, I'll still go with Sun Goku Monk. Sun Goku. If you want to Sage, then I'll go same. Yeah, Sun Goku Monk's pretty sick. Okay. Yeah, okay. I agree. I don't know what you know. So, what can you incorporate? What build are you putting this on? on you Necro? can do it on. I haven't Pestilence. Thought about you can do it on Mages. It's pretty strong. Yeah, you could. Could you do it? Could you do it with? Ma yeah, Mages would be sick. Yeah, Rothma Mages. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, no lawn because yeah. you know cancel out your. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I it's okay. You know, I I actually don't. To me, it's it kind of throws off the balance like when people run like. You know, Boon of the Hoarder and T16. I like. I never run out of. I don't know. I I just don't run out of gold. Maybe because I'm not like farming like 120s all day. Yeah. But like for me, yeah. like I just don't T16 has lessened lessened the pain for yeah. Death Breath. I think for me. But you end up needing more like souls to keep up, and you just yeah. don't get them. So. Yeah, I, I've never had any troubles with sustaining DBs ever. Right. Like ever, when when you look on my seasonal accounts and you look at my DBs, I have way more DBs than anything else. So, <laughs> I think this is. I'm not this sure is what like that a, tells about me. I'm not yeah. sure what that means. You don't pick anything. This is going to be really, really good for early season because they did they, the the second part yeah, of the true, change true. is they give it to you instantly. Now you don't have to get it. So I think the initial first couple hours of hitting max level is when the death breaths are like really hurting. You're hurting really bad to reroll items. I think that's going to be like the most beneficial. If you can somehow pull off some set bonuses and craft these th pieces and get them on, you're going to be set. Sure. Or you know, if you're being carried, season. like that's GG. <laughs> Someone yeah. else does all the damage. You just get some double DBs. You just get double the death breath, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, it's okay. Uh, Captain Crimson's trimmings. Goddamn. Now we're going to clear some stuff up about this item, but two. Uh, the two-piece bonus gives you 20% cooldown reduction, 20% resource caution. Uh, three bonus gives you a damage dealt is increased by a total percentage of your cooldown reduction, and damage taken is reduced by a total percentage of your resource cost reduction. And this operates a little strange to me. And I'm curious what your thoughts are. <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. What do you think? Pichai, do you want to go first? It just looks good to me. I mean, mm -hmm. when I saw this change, I was like, oh shit you know that's immediately what i thought oh shit was like this can be used in a lot of things this is going to be awesome so mm -hmm. i i wished i would have had exact numbers for the bonuses like it says a total percentage of your quota like mechanically i was interested which i'm sure svr is going about to explain <laughs> how it works but i was instantly like oh exactly so how does this work exactly like, yeah you know you know yeah it'd be great if they told so. us but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when I saw Captain Grunzons the first time, um, I was very indifferent about this change. And my initial thoughts would be, uh, for the damage, most people will probably not really use it. And for the damage mitigation, maybe some support classes would like to have it. And that's about it. And I really did not see any, like, I didn't really think about season 18 at that point with um, the resource cost reduction ring from Triumphs. So for me, it was more like a well it's pretty nice i i don't see it being played too much that was my mm -hmm. initial thought and when i logged into ptr and uh, i tested it um and i checked the leaderboards turns out demon hunters actually playing it on multi shots and then i looked at you know it's a trade-off here and it's like wow it's actually like it's actually a really insanely good item for like a setup for multi-shot demon hunter to incorporate 
uh, you get you get damage um, and <laughs> you get damage mitigation. Um, and you can always just tumble into the resource cost reduction ring, which you know gives you fifty percent resource cost reduction, and it gives you mitigation. Um, so on that end, it's it's a really, really, really strongly and really well paired for multi-shot demon hunters. So those guys will be insanely happy about Captain Crimson's uh, right now. Um, Wizards took me a while to figure out a, a setup where you can incorporate it into version total Wizards. Um, those guys are also happy about it, like really happy about the cooldown reduction, especially about the two-piece. Helps early on quite a lot. Um, so the way it works is essentially uh, the value that you see under your overall cooldown reduction is an additive multiplier to your build, right? That's all there is. So it's additive, additive skill, to, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's additive to, I don't know, if you if you play a multi-shot, then it's additive to multi-shot on boots, offhand, and headpiece. Um, and it's additive to strong arm knockbacks and so on and so on. Um, so yeah, so that's yeah, how it works. It's your sheet as additive skill damage. Your sheet CDR as um, additive skill damage. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. So on the details, the sheet of all CDR. Exactly. To me, it's, this would hundred percent should be additive gear cooldown as a damage mm -hmm. multiplier, not additive skill damage. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> why it's additive skill damage I mean there's kind of an obvious reason why that's, that's not the case for the resource cost reduction run right. right because you know you equip Yangs which gives you 50% resource cost reduction and then you tumble <laughs> into a blue triumphs will and then you have 100% resource cost reduction additive and then guess what you're invincible mm. so obviously that's not how it works uh, on that end so but 100% at least for the mitigation mitigation run. wouldn't give you yeah. no damage taken and just be 100% damage yeah, reduced that's uh, so you mean like half the damage then yeah that's how you see it no that would be 50 percent damage reduction <laughs> you get half of your calculated toughness uh, no that's uh that's not how no so hmm. essentially the way lon works uh so lon um is actually additive to itself so each instance of lon gives you 4% damage reduction, right? And you have 13 pieces, so you get 55% damage reduction. Sure. And uh, that is not like, so essentially the way you can look at it like really simply is uh, having 50% damage reduction is doubling your toughness. Sure. So you look at your toughness value and it's like, even though it's not depicted in there, it's like, all right, it's doubling my toughness. That's the way to look at it. And a lot of people have been asking for something like uh, primals should give an additional bonus to, to the Lonset, right? You should give something like, I don't know, like 6%. Um, additive, like additive damage reduction is insanely strong in this game. And there are only a few, very few items that give it to you. For instance, Op of Infinite Death is one of those where per stack you get like 10 or 20, I can't recall, up to 80. And it's additive with itself. Alon is the same thing. Alon mitigation is very strong on that end. And another one is, uh, the, the Demon Hunter belts with the pets. How do you call that one again? I always forget the name. Sentry? But, uh, no, the, mm -hmm. there's starts, a. Does it start with a V? Oh, man. Um, I, I, I can't about? recall in a. Oh, can't it's always. It's always. That's the one. Yeah, where uh, for each pet you get like 8% damage reduction and it's stacking additively and people always equip like the, the chest with it where you have three wolves instead of one. And it's because just because it's additively stacking with each other. Mm. And that's why Zoe's secret is pretty busted, like very busted. What do you, um, side tangent, what do you think, like, 
Do you think people are really thinking that through when they're like, oh, Primal should give more for lawn? Do you think that would I don't be think people... so broken? <laughs> yeah, I don't, so I don't mind if the damage is scaling, but I do mind if the mitigation is scaling. But so let me ask you this, of, like, yeah. thinking about that. So, like, your end season push is basically based on how lucky you are. Sure. So, is that good? Like, would that be I mean, that's an entirely different question. Right? <laughs> it has nothing to do with Captain Crimson. Sure. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't, don't we have, like, a, a schedule? No, no, we don't. Never sit to that thing. No, we don't. We don't. We don't. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. I, yeah, I think it's 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 nice, for, especially for Necro. I, you know, we stack cooldown, wow. so yeah. <laughs> how could this not be good? I'm a little disappointed that it doesn't work the way I originally thought it did. Because here's the thing. So I immediately thought, I saw this and it's like, oh, is it like additive like gear cooldown reduction? Like, hmm. And then I saw a forum post that like this guy broke it down frame by frame. He's like, yep, that's how it works. And I was like, cool, that's how it works. And I made YouTube videos and I'm totally fucking wrong. And it's added skill damage, which still I don't mm -hmm. understand. But anyways, uh, great. I still think I actually great. tested that. I tested that set slightly with Condemned Crusader because that was one of the first things when I saw it. I'm like, well, I'm going to get cooldown uh, reduction with Condemn. I'm going to get damage reduction. I'm like, well, let's just throw it on with my Condemned Crusader and see what it feels like. And um, it felt pretty equal like the trade-off that i gave up to get it was about equal toughness felt great though like it definitely hmm. made me feel good and it, but condemns not it's not going to be end game push like condemns still not the build for crusader it was just something i'm like oh i can throw this in let's let's give it a try so it's crazy it to cool. me that like crusader can wear augild they can wear captain they can wear mm -hmm. a con <laughs> they can wear focus that's what restraint. i did and they that's, can even wear Norval. Exactly they could actually be fully yeah. green if they wanted to. Which is that that's exactly what I did. I did the you know, focus restraint, Agold, Akan, uh, <laughs> Captains, and it was just to try on like three yeah. sets, four sets, like awesome. Let's do it. I'm it going sounds like a blast. Green this season. So Yeah. <laughs> so green's my you know, green's my favorite color. So it, yeah. it was cool. It's cool. Uh Augilds, speaking of which, uh got a little revamp uh to uh, increased damage dealt by 30%, reduced damage taken by 15%, and three-piece bonus, basically it's 30% reduction and damage increase to elites. Peach out, what do you think? They buffed it a little bit. I mean, you know, it's uh, cool, but nothing out of the box. They didn't take any risks. They didn't do anything crazy. It was just like, okay, you know. Um, Would you rather than take risks or like make something like guaranteed viable we already got viable things i want risks personally i want risks okay. i want to see new things new mechanics new anything new like we you know we already have flavorful like just xyz damage here's damage here's cooldown like no give me mechanics give me things sure svr yeah i'm on the i'm on the, I'm on the same uh, boat here it's like uh we talked about the beginning where, you know, this patch is like conceptually different because it actually has reworks and new affixes and new mechanics, right? And this is essentially the only change where they just change values. <laughs> so uh, that's how I feel about the item right now, about uh, Augils. Uh, we did play Augils in season five, so it's not like it's never, 
like it's never have seen any play mm -hmm. was in, in season five it was a staple on twister wizard on some variants so you're able to play it people did play it people actually crafted it quite quite often um till they had like a good bracers for instance so i i don't think it it brings it brings it really back um some people will definitely try and maybe there will be like some some considerations here and there but i feel i feel they're just stronger choices nowadays mm -hmm. uh, yeah it, if if you step back to a casual player perspective you know like step way back this is something you could craft and put on and you're going to be like oh cool i got more powerful sure. you know so this, this is something that early super early in the season people can put on right so, and that's where i was going to go yeah. with it it's like i it Early season, great. You know, like you, especially for the Necro where you get four piece set damage or set bonus and there's no damage. So it's like, great. Like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> like, people struggle so much doing their 70 on the Necro. And mm -hmm. so uh, you can craft this, like, throw it on. Like, it's fine. It works. It's viable now. So uh, it it's fine. I'm not saying it's great, but at least it can work now. So yeah. I'm for it. Uh, and then last. Kane's Destiny. Two-piece bonus attack speed increased by 8% and 50% experience. Reduced to 5% at 70. And three-piece bonus. When a greater rift keystone drops, there's a 25% chance for an extra one to drop. SVR. Yeah, so that's actually a new mechanic. Um, <laughs> when when I actually read that one, I was pretty affaired. Like, I was not really happy, happy seeing that change. And... Um, I I was really afraid that people start just camping in town, having canes equipped, mm -hmm. and being they are being rewarded for passivity. Yeah, for being passive in town, essentially. And I don't think there should be any reward, or you should have like higher efficiency when being in town in any metric. And wait, wait so the, you're saying you can get in a group of four people? Somebody puts the set on stands in town. So it does not drop? work. Yeah, but that was what I was afraid of. Oh, I was like, holy uh, crap! Yeah, yeah. I was like one thousand percent afraid of that, like of that specific mechanic, yeah, right? People just multi camping town, right. <laughs> uh, camping town, and waiting, and they're you know gaining more keys per hour. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm happy that uh, you know they they are not doing this this exact way. Um, so afterwards, I was like, all right, so people just enter on floor one, and then they are in the rift, and then they wait at the start of the rift till the boss is killed. They turn around talk to Auric and then they teleport. Turns out it also doesn't work. It works based on proximity. So you have to be close to the killer. Um, so some people will still do it. They will wear canes. They will wait for the boss to spawn and then click the flag. Mm. And then they will yeah. stand next to the boss and just idle because you're not targetable at the beginning. And then the runner will kill the boss and then everybody gets extra keys. Just one guy in town doesn't. Um, so... That's kind of annoying, much though, for, like, groups. Yeah. No one's together most of the time in, like, tournament farming, it seems like. Anyways, everyone's just flying off, one-shotting everything. <laughs> so mm. that could be super annoying if you're like, I have canes on, and then you just don't yeah, get I wonder. Killed. I wonder what the radius is on that. Uh, it's, you... so, no, we didn't really test, and it's not in the data mine. So I checked the mm -hmm. data mine, and there's nothing in there. Um, I wonder if it's the entire level. Is, no, best guess is two screens. Yeah. Mm. Two to three screens is the best yeah, guess that, right that now. that kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah. So don't fall behind on canes. Make sure you have <laughs> yeah. strike and everything. Yeah. Or 
if you're a solo farmer though and you're trying to get some keys up quick yeah you know sure. towards the end of the season when you can just destroy 16s sure man like throw it on it's cool i i actually dislike farming keystones like i'm always out i'm always like ah, i gotta farm keys so i would probably try to make a build to to get keys you know mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I could see it's, cool. it's definitely viable for those classes that like just want to fish until the end of time, you know, get those perfect mm-hmm. maps. So, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Great. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, to I'm me, not, this is like me, one of the least like, exciting cool. things. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But uh, it's like, I'll probably use it, maybe. But yeah, that pretty much sums up the notes. So, overall. We, what, yeah, what we forgot notes? to talk about uh, Captain Crimson snapshotting. I think that's oh thing. shit, yeah, you're right. All right, which is actually a huge deal right now. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, essentially, uh, Captain Crimson's bonus is not dynamic. So if you click a channeling pylon, you'll actually not get the bonus immediately. You'll get the bonus if you drink your potion, and then zone. and then you have the bonus. Right. All right, or you switch zones right now. Yeah. Um. And yeah, even if channeling runs out, you still have to. The benefits and That's you can crazy. do the same thing with the rcr triumphs will thingy you just tumble into it or teleport into it and then you eat your potion and then you have a significant amount of damage mitigation snapshotted um so even though brandy did so did not uh, really talk about this one when she replied um but i really really hope they are looking into this um because elsewise, this will make a, a break the season, a yeah. ter- terrible experience with yeah. Crimson's for a lot of people. Yeah. What are your thoughts How on snapshotting still in a thing? How is that still a thing? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, snapshotting. So the game inherently, like snapshotting, is an inherent thing in the game. For instance, uh, I think a very good example is when you, if you play a demon hunter and you have like a, a big gun in your head, right? It's like a big two hander, which means that the average damage is pretty high, and then you shoot a projectile. Um, and the project is flying, it's hitting the target, and then it applies the damage, and that's exactly how you expect it, right? And what you could also do is, like, you, you play with, uh, like, one of the little guns that's shooting really fast, right? And you do pew, 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 five projectiles are flying, and then you swap into the two-hander. And what's happening there? It's like, what's the damage now on a target? Mm-hmm. And so that is something where the projectiles are inherently snapshotting uh, the damage they were shot with, essentially, right? And that's when snapshotting goes right. So when snapshotting goes right, you don't really notice it. And the game is inherently at all times snapshotting a lot of things. Right. Like every single time you create a skill or a character or like place a hider or something, a lot of things from your character are directly snapshotted. And a lot of things are correctly snapshotted. You just You just notice it when it goes severely wrong. And severely wrong is something like this, Captain Crimson's. Something that is also like super severely wrong is, uh, I think, like the prime example here at all times is uh, Uliana Monk. <laughs> Back in the days when uh, you clicked the pylon yep. and then you placed a explosive palm. And uh, as long as you didn't overwrite this explosive palm, that explosive palm, as long as it explodes and propagates, always has a power pylon snapshot. Yep. So you I were able to one. carry an explosive palm with power over the entirety <laughs> of the floor as long as you didn't right? and, yeah. accidentally proc it from yeah. your auto attack or whatever yeah. yeah exactly so you always made had to make sure that this specific explosive palm is always being cloned mm-hmm. and propagated and never being overwritten and it's like a classic mistake of snapshotting going wrong right and <laughs> a buff not timing out on an ability that is cloning itself so that was one of like the prime examples of something going terribly wrong and there are other instances where snapshots 
snapshotting is going incorrect or badly and you notice as a player but snapshotting is always in the game sure. whether we want it or not like it's always in the game and they're like for instance something like uh you have 100 crit chance from on demon hunter from the how do you call that one the chest piece where you're under life threshold oh, <laughs> shimizu yeah, yeah. is that shimizu? Yeah, i don't know how to pronounce it but I mentioned it. yeah yeah so assume you, you're under the life threshold and then you place a sentry and your sentry is shooting and then you're healing. Does your sentry have 100% crunch yet still? It's like, uh. who the fuck knows? <laughs> like, yeah. nobody knows. You have to test it. Right. And it, it either snapshots or it doesn't. Right. And uh, there's like, some people would say, yeah, obviously it has to snapshot because I timed it that way and it's player skill. And other people would say, no, that's borderline exploitive behavior. That's not how it should work. It should be dynamic. So on some, you know, on some items, it's like a philosophical talk of uh, whether or not it should work. Um, I think in this instance, there's no cookie cutter. It should be this way. It should be this way. Um, so yeah, by the way, it's dynamic. Right. <laughs> I actually tested that one back in the sure. day. So that one is actually yeah. dynamic. Yeah. And it seems that to be the trend they're going for. Cause you look at Necro, you know, their latest beast and the mages are dynamic. So yeah. I think that's how they want it to be. So it surprises me when these, like snapshotting instances, like rear their ugly heads again. That's what it. Because I don't remember it since Yuliana. Like that's the last time I heard someone say snapshotting in Diablo. Uh, before that, it was like Witch Doctor's going crazy with snapshotting, but I can't yeah. remember anything since Yuliana. There was some Demon Hunter. Uh, it was a, a multi-shot Demon Hunter had some potion snapshot thing recently. Mm, you're, you're right. The, the, mm. um, Yep. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Multi-shot the, potion exploit. Yeah, yeah that, that's the <laughs> la la latest one I could think of. That's true. So, yeah, that was a good one. So. Anyways. Yeah, but yeah so, it's pretty much sums up all the changes. So well, if right, you guys so, have a give rating, ten, one, something out of 10. Overall, what do you give it? Oh, man. Um, I don't want to be the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Fluffy, you're the first one. Fluffy, you go first. Okay, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, um, I think there's a Solid lot of two. easy wins here. I, I think that okay. it's safe. Um, six out of ten. Five, five, five point five out of ten. Yeah, At six was what I was gonna say too. So, that's your right. So, so I, I would go way higher just because um, I want to reinforce what they conceptually did. Sure. Even though I'm, I'm not super happy and it's like <laughs> absolutely meta changing <laughs> and I have to go to the whiteboard and refigure out every single build in existence of Diablo. Uh, it would obviously be like the dream and there would be infinite content for all of us. Um, that's not the case. That would sure. be a 10 out of 10. Um, but they are striving towards the right direction conceptually going out of the comfort zone. I think 100%. Stone Gauntlet is... Stone Gauntlet is like the prime example to me for this patch where half of the people say it's shit, other half says it's probably viable or pretty good, and it's a trade-off item, so they nailed it. And uh, they have never done it before, so in total, I'd say good job and 8 out of 10. If they did it on purpose, yeah. they nailed it. <laughs> like, they're just stumbling into things, they're rolling the dice on like legendary FXs, and it's like, well, yeah, yeah. okay. So when I step back and look at this, I think about how long is this going to keep me engaged and wanting to play Diablo? Mm -hmm. And I agree that there, I can see the efforts there and I can see that they want to do things to, to make the game better for us. I can see that. And so I applaud them for that. But 
I don't think anything in these patch notes is going to keep me playing over the first month. I'm going to play the first month, and then it's going to be like last season and the season before that where it's going to be like, well, that was cool to try those new builds. Um, I guess we'll wait till next PTR. You know what I mean? So, mm. yeah. But the, the the thing is, is Diablo's in a state where I don't I don't know what they could do to keep me wanting to play for four or five months. I think straight. that's a that's an excellent question because I, I would you know. I would say I I can undercut your your timeline there. For me, it's maybe two weeks if at all at the beginning. Yeah. Um. But I would also say there's nothing left anymore right now. So in terms of expectation management, what kind of what I can expect reasonably, um, yeah. with the resources that they have and they're willing to you know to provide, um, yeah, they can't keep me longer than two and a half weeks. It's just not gonna happen. That's like uh, expectation mm -hmm. management on my end of you know preserving my own feelings over a patch. <laughs> but uh, it's not gonna happen. It, uh, I'll yeah. read a patch and I'll know that I'll can play for the next two months. It's not. I, I agree a hundred percent with that. So. Like it's, it, it, they're trying, and I it's awesome. Thank you. Mm. I just don't, I don't see myself going more than a month. You know, and and I don't think there's anything they could do. Okay, so here's where I'm gonna interrupt. Okay, so I don't think that their their goal should be to keep you for more than a month. Like if you listen to. Mm. What Chris Wilson said at GDC, where he's like, PUE, like, we plan for everyone, like, at one month, people quit. That's fine. As long as we can keep them, we get them come back, mm -hmm. and we have, a like, a solid content schedule where, like, every three months, you know when you come back to PUE, there's going to be something new. If if Diablo would just set a cadence, like, and stop doing this wishy-washy, like, oh, well, this season's going to be four months. This season's going to be, like, uh, we're going to extend the PTR. And, like, th there's no, like, cadence at all. So people, A, don't really know when to come back and B, you know, they're maybe expecting the world because their competitor is, is PUE. But I, again, I agree with you guys that they're doing the right things. They're, they're making all the right decisions. There's no change that they've made in the last like almost a year that I've been like, no, that's really stupid. So I, I, I like that they're changing the game and I, I think that they should continue to do that. But they need to set the cadence 100%. And I don't think they should, our expectation shouldn't be like, oh, this is going to keep me playing for three months because it's just not mm -hmm. like playing simple. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that to an extent. I think if they can, if they can figure out and make enough changes to keep people playing for four weeks, for mm -hmm. a month. Yeah. Then cool. Yeah. It gives us a reason to come back. It gives us a reason to hang out with our friends. It gives us a reason to get excited. You know, like, I'll say this, like the, the start of the season, season drop weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is still super ass fun. Yeah. Those three days are a blast, man. So, you know, I, I look forward to that, if nothing else. Mm -hmm. I concur. Um, but yeah, let's. What do we what do we this got? Kind left of, on the this kind of merges into what we're going to talk about next. So. This is kind of what we always ask, you know, the guest at the end of the podcast, towards the end of the podcast, is what do you think, SVR, that Blizzard Diablo team needs to kind of to do going forward? What's your opinion on the current state of the game and what do you think they should do? Or where would you like to see them go? Yeah, that's a, that's a big question. Yes. So for you, this is the end of the podcast. For me, this is the beginning. I've prepared some slides. <laughs> I've prepared a PowerPoint. Uh, yeah, I have a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> um, it, it's really hard. So 
they are I, I feel like there are two opposing forces in the community and uh one one very one one very adversarial one that is like voicing their opinion extremely strong as the one that is asking for new tiers um and they are, i would say they are not always doing they are not always expressing their feeling in the most uh appropriate ways let's let's go off this one um they are asking for tiers past 150 because and i quote the game has become a joke and uh, you can make severe mistakes and still clear 150 in 10 minutes and uh I, so even though i i don't really agree with how it's presented uh um i agree with like the essence um game has become easier and uh, 150s became accessible but they are accessible by design um i recall a discussion from last uh blizzcon where we were at the marriott and i was specifically talking to one of the guys uh in charge of the next patch which was by the way the lon ptr 2.61 thingy mm-hmm. and uh oh no that was the tarasha thingy sorry and um i was like yeah so what do you think um since you're coming up with a new buff patch apparently it's buff a clock on on your clock um China just cleared 150 like two weeks ago in season. Uh, is this like the new thing? Is this what, what's going to happen? That uh, you guys are okay with us actually clearing max cap, which is kind of against the idea of Great Earths. Because sure. Great Earths was always like a non-reachable, right? So you could never get to the end of it. And the answer was, okay. <laughs> was literally the answer. It's <laughs> it. like, we are okay with uh, 150s being accessible. Hmm. And I think the last couple of patches have proven that one. Um, they don't mind uh, throwing around the park rip, uh, which led to a couple of new builds. So we're playing a different meta than before. You know, just talking about the timeline of the talk, essentially. So in prior, we played something slightly different. And now we're playing something a bit more sophisticated um, and something that is just has ridiculous power levels. Um, so those, the people that are not happy with the state of the game on this and really are asking for super, like, give us greater of 200 or something ridiculous. And, uh, yeah, they want to, you know, to fight tears again and they want to be punished for mistakes they make as a team. Um, when they are pushing in a forming group, they want to make mistakes that actually make, make a good rift fail. Whereas right now it's just a slowly, sl- like a slightly slower timer. Mm-hmm. And they're not really happy with the state. And the other force is um, essentially, I, I wouldn't say like the casual players, but people that don't really care for meta and they don't want to be forced into a specific meta. Um, they want 150s to be accessible to their own needs, something like I need to get my gems up, but then I want to play whatever I, whatever I want and I don't want to be forced into one specific meta till the end. Um, so they're like those two opposing forces and it's pretty hard to balance those. Mm-hmm. Let's say the the strong the, the strong voiced people that really go for it. We need additional tiers. Um, is a very very small percentage. You know, I'd say it's like zero point zero 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 something of the player <laughs> base. And uh, yeah, so probably true. Um, I I'm usually a, a very I'm not sure what the English term is, but the German term is utilitaristisch, which means uh, you're always. Uh, so if you have multiple choices and you can make yourself very happy, right? Like very, mm. very happy, but everybody else is suffering. And this is not a good choice, essentially. The greater um, good. Or, yeah. yeah, exactly. You're always choosing for the greater good. So for the like maximum accumulative happiness, essentially. 
And uh, I believe you should, so at least the designers should always make choices for the greater good of the community. And uh, I believe the last couple of patches were exactly that one. And yeah. if that was their goal, then they nailed it, regardless of what the high tier community thinks and regardless of they, I, you know, yeah. if their opinion. So I agree with that 100%. I think it sucks for that small minority of people that want that, but I think the greater majority is not there yet. So, you know, they're catering to them. Mm -hmm. I think it's a good move for Blizzard to do that. Yeah. And the way I see like the, the, the next couple of patches going is uh, we'll see another set of buff patches, essentially, and another set of like new items, new okay. ideas, hopefully, and new affixes. Um, we'll see some new seasonal themes, hopefully, with some crazy ideas, maybe. Um, so, but in the long run, I'm pretty certain, certain that each class in the long run will be able to clear 150 solo. Um, pretty certain it, it's going to happen. Um, so, like, Foreman will have a 150 clear, you know, from rank 1 to rank 1000. Um, the same with free 2 and uh, solos, and that's the end of Diablo then. Mm -hmm. Like, then that's yeah, it. just like the next thing is in the pipeline to, you know, take over. That's pulling up a calendar, we have one, two, three, four months until mm -hmm. BlizzCon. Ooh. Are you going to BlizzCon this I, year, first of all? Um, no, I'm not going. I can't afford the trip, so yeah. it's not going to happen. <laughs> so last right. last year sent me back $1,700, roughly. It's about the same so. for us. How You came from Europe. Like, how did that... How did you get such <laughs> a good conversion, deal? The conversion maybe <laughs> only, isn't the Only mac and cheese and nothing else. So. <laughs> yeah. So it went... Yeah. I mean, so. I planned ahead like four or five months. How long did you guys plan ahead? I mean, it's pretty last minute, uh, to be fair. Uh, pretty last minute. Yeah, I, that's I, all I it, recall. Whenever, when was the third ticket sale? How many months in advance was that? that? Was like three? two or three, yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of when I was like, okay, if I can get a ticket, I'll go. And I got the ticket. I'm like, all right, cool. I guess I'm going. Um, So, yeah, I, I agree with you, SVR. I think we got four months until BlizzCon. Hmm. I'm so easy to get on this bandwagon. So it's Are you super guys easy going? Are you guys going? I am gonna go. Yeah. You one, are, one, one of us were invited. Yeah. One of, one us of you were wow. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's a sore subject. It's a sore subject. It's, oh, so Peach I wasn't oh I get it. I get it. You wanna talk about it, Fluff? I mean uh, this is I a know, podcast I'm, after all. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> okay. I'm crying. You know, I keep telling him it's the boo thing, but he doesn't. It's the boo thing. What, what, what boo thing? You know, the yeah. question I asked. Oh, no, that, that can't be it. That I, no, be I'm it. just giving him a hard time. It's not it. No, um, that's never it. No. That's so I, I think, you know, it's easy for me to get on this bandwagon. I think we're going to get an announcement of D4. I thought this last year, too. We're going to get the announcement for D4. Mm -hmm. um, so then it, it raises the question, how long are, are they going to continue to support seasons after D4 launches? Or is it just going to be like, boom, we're done. Mm. Shelf it. I so, think seasons are finished when the D4 launches. That's, uh, I mean, there's the still season resets on. Yeah. Yeah. So like season resets still happen. On you can the reset the ladder. You can do this. Like I, I'm saying like seasonal changes and balance changes and I mean, they might reset the ladder. And All right, let's say seasons. those are done. Let's say seasonal themes are done at that point. But yeah. what's, what's the state of the game? So if my theory is true, so every, everybody's clearing 150s, right? And uh, there's no real challenge at all. 
by by any means. Um, okay. And the next thing is, um, it's something one of my viewers actually mentioned is that uh, we know that there, you know, there is a code base of Diablo three that actually ships with uh, with offline version, right? Which is, uh, I think, the PlayStation three stuff shipped with offline, and the console stuff. Don't quote me on this one, but there are no console servers. It's actually peer to peer. So one is a host, and the rest is just connecting on on you know onto the one playing. Um, so uh, the last patch of the Diablo three, like the last, the very last one, like, let's call it three is shipping with offline mode. There you go, and then it's open to modders, and everybody can clear one fifty, and that's it. <laughs> like, is I, that something the community is happy with? Because we're not getting season themes anymore, but everybody can mod now. Mm, I guess I don't people know. Would I mean, if Diablo trade. four knocks it out of the park, who cares, really? Right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. I, how often, like, you know, I played Diablo 2 when it came out. Uh, I played through it a couple times. It wasn't, like, the most awesome thing in the world to me at the time. Like, I played it. It was cool. Yeah, I don't. I was in other things. And um, now, if I go back and, you know, there's a huge community that loves Diablo 2. Yeah. It's not for me still. Like, it's just, you know, it's dated. It's so dated that graphically, I'm like, I can't, can't do it, you know? Um, and it's going to feel the same. Like if Diablo four comes out and it's revolutionary and, and it hits a home run, we're not going to care if Diablo four comes out and it's complete garbage, then we're going to be like, Oh, so what about Diablo three? Can we get some, I some find more? it hard to believe that Diablo three would survive Diablo four. Just, I agree. Crashing. hundred percent. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, well, you'd still have your loyal fan yeah, base that plays like, it just like Diablo two does now. Twenty right people probably yeah on, yeah, on, Twitch, and, on but, Twitch yeah yeah so I don't know man but to, to back it I, up I think can we kind of skip forward a bit so SVR thought mm-hmm. you, you told us like where you think the game is going but you didn't answer mm-hmm. where you want the game to go oh where I want the game to go yeah oh that's dangerous that's <laughs> like uh, usually I'm trying to be the Swiss here not really taking any uh, not, not taking any sides but let's go for it mm-hmm. um my my major culprit with the with the game right now um, strictly goes against third party software, and uh, I think like I I don't care for for Bazooka getting a, a nerf anytime soon or for for Net- Lonfon's Necker, even though I adv- advocate for those changes and mm-hmm. I have been advocating for those changes for quite some time. Uh, I've been fighting another fight for for even longer, and that's definitely the one against uh, third party software. And if there is one change I get to make, it's actually not the ban everyone change. Uh, you know, just check the following and then ban everyone. Um, I mean, there, there's banning everyone in there, kind of, but it's a bit more hidden. Um, so the change that I want to see um, is specifically... Um, the funny thing is it included Flavor of Time because Flavor of Time was one of those items that actually had no affix. Mm. So uh, now it's a bit different, but let's just assume Flavor of Time had no affix. Sure. So um, what I wanted them to do is the following. Um, give us an item, preferably necklace slot, flavor of time, and give us a new legendary affix that reads, uh, up and entering a floor, uh, reveal it for you and your teammates. So in solo, you just drop it on your follower, and your follower is revealing the floor for you. And in group play, you just put it on a monk or on a barb. Wait, the it does second what? Step, it's up it and unfogs the, the map. map. Okay. It unfogs the map, oh, okay. so you see the entire map. 
mm. and you just see the layout essentially right and um the second thing is the second thing is um which is a half stone rule essentially i'm not sure do you guys play half stone did you play half stone yeah i have a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. all right so there, the third party software rule in Halfstone is the following. Anything you can do with pen and paper, if you could pause the game infinitely long, is what you're allowed to use as third party software. All right. So something like checking what is Mulligan or what is, has been Mulligan's, uh, checking how many cards, sure. checking timer, how long the round is going, like anything you can do with pen and paper is allowed. And I think the same rule should apply to Diablo 3. Uh, where anything that I can do with pen and paper, like pause the game in solo, read the elite affixes, check if it's five blues on the screen, unpause and play, pause again and check again if everything is here before I click my cooldowns or whatever, right? And so anything that is pen and paper uh, and uh, should be allowed, so anything I could do myself um, as, you know, third party. Um, if people... so. That would be the step two. And step three is ban for everything that is doing TOS violating memory reading. And that's it. Those are like my three steps to combat the major part of, uh, yeah, what, uh, what is my biggest issue, essentially. Sure. And, uh, yeah. Can we go even further and be like, okay, well, let's just assume we can't win that battle whatsoever. Is there anything mm -hmm. that they can do for the game that keeps you interested hmm. i mean i'm still interested in the game with well, a couple sure, of patches, okay. patches like this <laughs> what's gonna get you pogged out what's gonna get me pogged out yeah. uh, a dlc that uh, removes oh, necro i would buy what? that one <laughs> i actually buy that one and gift it to some specific people it's just uh oh, here I have no man. necro now <laughs> Toxic. Uh, no, I, I'm actually. Not, I mean, what do you guys feel like? What's the one thing that uh, that I mean, um, makes we talk about all the time? Out? This is our podcast. We're right. We're Go asking you. It's just <laughs> oh, come on. Give me a slight summary. What, what pogs you out like crazily? Mm -hmm. Just when you think about it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, uh, for fluff, it's class balance. Okay. Sure. You know, I lectured poor Wyatt Chang for a good while. <laughs> about class balance but um for me like okay so we're throwing balance out i feel like at this point and to me diablo 3 is very much like a set game and i don't think we can really escape that i think that lawn is like trying but like and but sets aren't doing anything like wow this is so innovative so like just pump them out like just <laughs> just pump them out like, I think with Necro, we learned that, like, two-piece, do something weird. Four-piece, give mitigation. Six-piece, give damage modifier. Mm. Like, why can't we just pump a bunch of these out? Like, what's the big deal? So, I, I would just love more. More sets. All right. So, just more of the same, essentially, but different choices. Yeah. That's what Poxy owned. PJ? Yeah, I don't... You know, it's, it's weird how my opinion has shifted in the last year and a half. Um, I, I love the game. It's a social game for me at this point. I don't take it serious anymore. I don't know what they could do to make me be like, oh my god, I, I want to play this seven days a week, 10 hours a day, 15 hours a day. Um, at this point, it would have to be new endgame content would make me be like, oh, like it, it'd have to be a whole new system that's never going to happen. So, but to me, it's more end game. If they could find new activities besides greater rifts and besides bounties for me to do, hmm. yeah, that would make me right lose it. I'd be like, oh my god. Am yeah. I? I mean, what? I, what 
Yeah, what I would find sounds really like is uh, I feel like uh, I think they really reiterated on 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 seasonal themes, right? Like the first seasonal theme was, let's face it, it wasn't even bound to the season. It also happened on the non-season for a <laughs> seasonal. Well, seasonal both the first two did the first two, yeah. Really, the second one as well. All right, the second one as well. Yeah, great. So <laughs> good stuff on that end for seasonal themes. Mm-hmm. Um, so they reiterated on that one quickly, right? So in, in season three, we finally had the technology that it's actually a seasonal theme. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy that that happened. And they, they've continuously made those seasonal themes a bit different and uh, more impactful, I would say. And I like that one. Uh, that did not happen to Challenge Rifts. We got Challenge Rifts in one iteration and exactly one iteration. And there's been a lot of feedback regarding Challenge Rift, a lot of feedback. And I feel like Challenge Rift is one of those uh, ideas that have been created, but it's not really been iterated on or mm-hmm. shaped on. True. Uh, even though it, it feels like it's fairly simple. For instance, I I feel like it would be fairly easy to manually pick a, a, you know, a Challenge Rift, something like, hey, here is a top five Demon Hunter clear. Uh, you know, which maybe happened in like 11 minutes. And I suck at Demon Hunter, you know. I'm, I'm really terrible on the class because I really don't want to execute on the class, but I would try my best. Right. I would really try my best to to get the yeah. hang of it. And, um, you know, it forces me to understand the builds. Mm-hmm. So I also wouldn't mind if, if those builds are like the cookie cutter pick builds, like the meta builds, um, but I just can't be asked to, you know, gear it entirely, play a class I usually don't want to play. And then also like augment it and go all the way of, you know, red running just for that specific class. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is something that I would really like to see to, you know, we have some systems like giant rifts, but uh, I feel like there was a lot of potential of giant rifts that has been missed out on. And uh, it's something that I'm usually afraid of. We get new features, we get new, to- new toys, and uh, they are being ignored in on next iterations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. We've talked about Challenge Rift so many times really? and all the cool things they could do with it. That's a great topic that I don't want to open at this hour because <laughs> I know it's super mm-hmm. late for you. Yeah. But man, that's really. that's such a, a, a point that we've tried to hit home. And I'm glad you agree that Challenge Rifts could be so good. Yeah. You know, yeah. it could be so, it could be a thing. Yeah. So. And I, so when I say like, ooh, I, I want more sets, I, that comes from a place of what I think is possible at this point. Yeah. I don't, I don't see them adding like tons of end game content activities. I, that, that would take a ton of effort. Whereas like a set idea, that's really not that much. So that's where mine comes from. What can they possibly do that's in the realm of possibility that could make the game better? There's more ways to play. I mean, I feel they might have limited some design space by some additions like, uh, all right, so they want to create a new set, which sounds easy on paper, right? And then it's something like, oh, shit, there, we need to do a, a set uh, dungeon thingy, which I've done only one, exactly one. I've only done Tarasha <laughs> and nothing else in my entire life. Yeah, what's the um, point? But they are like, oh, so now we need to also need a you know a set dungeon. We need a dungeon designer. We need uh, objectives. We need somebody to implement the objectives. We need to place it somewhere smart. We need to set up trails for like flavor text so people can guess where it is, right? And all the fun that comes with it. So um, yeah, forget, yeah, it seemingly is lore, such guys. an easy yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, it seemingly <laughs> is such a small thing. It's like, oh yeah, they should add sets, but you know, there's like this. You don't whole have to add a set dungeon <laughs> at this I mean, point no, in the you, game. You do. People no, will complain. No. Don't <laughs> underestimate the Battle.net forums. Never do it. Never oh. underestimate that one guy, right? They who's want, paying he's for banned from my channel. I don't know who he is, but he's banned from my channel. <laughs> but he's banned. Fluff, you want more campaign, don't you? Uh, <laughs> no. 
No campaign. So yeah, I feel there's like always like an ecosystem behind it that they have to change. And so I think Sets is a good example where it's seamlessly easy. But I'm with you. I would love to see new sets. Yeah. Like 100%. And if there are no like set dungeons with it, I'm okay. Like thumbs up. All good. Right on. Now, before we get into Twitter questions, I want mm-hmm. you... This is my favorite story. One of my favorite stories I've ever heard <laughs> anyone <laughs> tell is... I, I'm not even going to set it up. I know you know what I'm talking about. So you can just tell. Yeah. Story. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not sure which season it was, but uh, it's been a couple of seasons ago. It was the first solo cell phone season. So I'm not sure if you guys are aware. There was a community-driven event uh, initiated by Leviathan, who is uh, yeah Stephen, one of the OGs of the Diablo community, a sir, an in-true person. And uh, he initiated the honorful solo cell phone season, where people would uh, compete with, with each other just playing purely solo. And this includes fold solo, so you also do solo bounties. And I was playing Condemn Crusader that season, and I had to farm boots, and I was farming the boots, the illusionary boots, and I farmed them so long till I finally, finally had a good ancient role that I'm like, yeah, I'll augment this, and this is my uh, seamless last bounty run, right? And uh, then I checked my bounties, and I'm like, oh, I have a lot of Act 2 bounties. Maybe, you know, every once in a while on a Sunday, I'll just try to equalize them, right? I'll do Act 1, 3, 4, and 5 in a game. <laughs> And in between, I'll just run rifts, right? So when the rift timer is ticking down, you just go and do a bounty and then back to town, you do a rift, rift timer is ticking and so on, right? So now pure German efficiency, right? Uh, turns out a couple of years didn't like to see solo cell phone bounties. Uh, back in the days, the report system on Twitch was slightly different. <laughs> uh, nowadays, it's like you have to select from like uh, from a list, right? And not everything is in there and something is not against TOS and you don't know if the report actually went through or not. But back in the days, it was you could type something in and just hit report and the person got reported. Mm-hmm. That's it. And somebody mentioned uh, reported for cell farm and <laughs> in chat. And I'm like, yeah, good, good, good jokes, mate. Turns out a lot of people like that joke. Like, <laughs> A bunch of them like that joke. And uh, Twitch has a pretty strict against self-harm policy. So, uh, yeah. So you got banned yeah. from Twitch. No, I did not get banned. No, 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 no. I did not get banned. Right. Uh, there was actually, do you remember? Uh, I, do you guys read uh, Reddit Twitch? Reddit Twitch? Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, Reddit Twitch. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Like three years ago, there was like a severe issue of self-harm on Twitch, where Twitch, I don't want to say fucked up, but essentially fucked up. Um, there was viewer A and viewer B in a channel, and viewer A was expressing suicidal thoughts. And uh, the Twitch streamer, yeah, and the Twitch streamer was like, "Hey, dudes, um, you know, you need help. I can't help you. My DMs are open, but uh, you need professional help." And then sure. viewer B actually contacted viewer A, and they were chatting with each other. And then viewer B actually wanted to report this to Twitch, as in there is somebody with self harm. He needs help, right? right. He needs yeah. to know whom to talk to. And uh, Twitch was receiving this this uh, report, and they banned VOA. And VOB noticed. And that was a huge, a huge issue in the community, in the Twitch community, oh, right? Man. And it was like a very long statement from Twitch and so on. So their policy on self-harm actually changed quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're being reported for self-harm, what will happen is just a Twitch staff member will probably show up, and then uh, a support ticket will be opened for you. So you actually get an email with a support ticket that has been opened for you. Usually you hand in support tickets and it will say, hey, we noticed we had some, you know, 
reports regarding self-harm. Here is something, you know, here are numbers you can call if you need any help, reply here, and so on and so on. So they completely changed their policy on, you know, how how uh, self-harm is perceived on Twitch. So that's what happened. And I'm almost yeah. like, nah, it was just memes from <laughs> some dudes. And the <laughs> guy was like, yeah. Also didn't see you got reported and, uh, for self-harm for running for solo bounties solo. and so. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic yeah that's fantastic and some classic Super twitch good. anyways yeah thanks twitch chat i wanted to <laughs> I, I, i'm thankful them but good stuff guys good content yeah that's good yeah. yeah twitter questions shall we go for it yeah let's do it man so if you guys don't know this section we take uh viewer questions you can message at lord underscore underscore fluffy at the peach out or join our discords uh the links are in the youtube video if you're watching there or you can type the commands in chat but we take questions from the community and uh so we have a couple for svr and and just some in general okay so we'll get oh, started Lord. man swarm says um what if the seasons only ended when you choose to pull your character from the season like a reverse rebirth so if you like the rorg season you can keep playing it etc Mm. <laughs> huh. I, I don't I think that yeah that's yeah. just going to make it harder for you to group with people and do stuff on non-season yeah basically yeah so it kind of divides not personally like it too much I think that's what makes seasons cool is that they have a they're they're finite they run out so mm -hmm. it, that that that's the encouragement to come play right now go play right now and I think that's what we all want in games is go play right now. Sure. So I concur with that. How about you guys? Mm, I feel like, I mean, essentially, so the, 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 what the idea is trying to achieve is replayability of seasonal themes. So you can have the, like your character stuck indefinitely in a season, mm -hmm. which guess what? If you do it long enough, it's solo cell phone. So I guess it's a new game mode now. Uh, good idea. <laughs> Um, but elsewise, essentially, it's just about I want to continue playing seasons that I really liked. And that is something that you see with Legacy of Dreams, essentially, in mm -hmm. a small condensed version. Yeah. Um, so I would say question one can be answered with Legacy of Dreams. And hopefully in the future, if there are themes that we really like, they will consider incorporating them in legendary affixes or in gems. So I still uh, kind of like that, that one podcast we had where we thought like incorporating it into the cube because non-seasons like yeah. we're hitting 150s so it doesn't matter so like yep incorporating it in non-season as like a cube like thing you can like yep. like a separate select. slot yeah in the, in the cube like oh, i want I season like three you know right, that's very cute yeah i like that one yeah 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 screw the idea of the gems we'll take that one <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah for non-season it's amazing non-season yeah. uh demonic Riz says do you think the new seasonal buff will keep people playing longer than a month when we talked about this one right mm -hmm. yeah i gave it two I, weeks yeah I, i'm gonna say no um <laughs> and i'm saying if you're no gonna too, play longer than a month you're gonna play longer yeah. than a month anyways so, sure you know but i don't think it uh, should he, like the expectation shouldn't be yeah the, but yeah. whatever uh key ray says what do you think about collection quests for diablo 4 in general such as look go collect 20 greater demon horns and turn them into tyriel etc uh like a daily you know, quests in in <laughs> most games i'm gonna say mmos in general um are all there's kind of like a handful there's like escort 
grind this, bring me XYZ. There's only so many. So could Diablo 3 use more of them? Sure. Are we going to get something like that in Diablo 4? Probably, because it's what we've been doing for 20 years in every video game. It's kind of Blizzard's thing. Yeah. I mean, Blizzard invented the, the exclamation point, for God's sake. Hearthstone's got you know? dailies. WoW's got dailies. Yeah. Diablo doesn't really have dailies, I guess. <laughs> Diablo doesn't. They, they don't used really to, have used collection to have the bonus zone or whatever, but... No. Uh, call that don't we, yeah, we have a weekly, I guess, with the challenge rift. Mm, yeah, we also have a <laughs> yeah. seasonal journey kind of. So yeah. it's like a yeah. meh. Have you guys played any game that does dailies well? Well. Yeah. Like, well, based on how quick you guys both replied, <laughs> I'm gonna say no. So yeah, I, mean, I have a confession to make. No. I don't play really other games. Other games? <laughs> at all. Yeah, so that's like, like a kind of a confession yeah, on my end. Yeah. So. None that are fun. None that get you excited. You know? So no. Yeah. WoW, WoW implements it the best of any game I've ever played, but it, you're not excited for it. it yeah. it's, a, it's a chore, you know? For but sure. it's a grindy game, man. Yeah. I mean, in a grindy game, like it, like bounties, for example. <laughs> like, why are bounties not fun? Hmm. Why are they not fun? Maybe because we've been doing them like since. The yeah, dawn that's of the time. thing. Like, like people keep people ask me this a lot. Like, how could you make bounties fun? Yeah, I have a really unpopular opinion here because I actually like doing bounties. Oh my and guys! I am not even kidding you. Report. He's SBR. a robot. Report. Report. Yeah. Report. <laughs> report. Uh, um, we report for mania this time, right? It's like so. Uh, no, yeah. I actually I mean, like bounties. But, people yeah. have their, their content they like, and so some people might gravitate towards daily quests then and to other things that, you know. I, know. I think if maybe they, like, spice them up, like, I don't, could they continue adding more? Would that even make them better? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Swarm literally asked that question this week, by the way. What do you think they could change about bounties to make them more? Oh, enjoyable? Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I'm like, you're actually right. You're actually right. So. Wow. That's a um, next question. I don't know. Eddie says, if you were in a film, if you were in the film Ready Player One, have you guys seen that? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No. Oh, man, you got to watch that the movie. Book. I mean, if you were in the film Ready Player One, what would your avatar look like? So SVR, I'm just going to say, like, if you could create, like, you know, an avatar of yourself in, in a, you know, a video game, what would it look like? He says, mine would be a male orc with a mean fist weapons. So what kind you of know, avatar would you make? Yeah, I, I need 20 seconds. You guys go first. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm already the picture of perfection. So just copy You're paste. Avatar yourself? <laughs> God. Damn, that is the definition of vain, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, right yeah, there. yeah, 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 yeah. Hubert. <laughs> Captain America, maybe? He's just going to put the outfit on? Be done? Yeah, that's all I have to do. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. Uh, some mean-looking guy with weapons. I, that's kind of a weird sure. like, I mean, question. yeah, I, I don't, I, we agree on this. Like, we, we tend to prefer, like, the darker, like, evil-looking yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah. We're gonna yeah, have for sure. Yeah, I, I go the entire way. Like I would, like depending on how much I really, really can customize it, I would actually take some some meme. Like I would take Grumpy Cat, for instance. I totally <laughs> take Grumpy Cat okay. because everybody knows Grumpy Cat, and then sure. 
I'm just trying to be a happy person, which, you know, Grumpy Cat is not, but Grumpy Cat is funny. So. I always <laughs> pick something that, uh, I don't know, brings people out of the comfort zone or uh, it's funny, just funny. There you go. I mm. always go for funny. I'd never go for this like serious talk and uh, I don't know. I can I guarantee you chat would be like, oh, I'd go with some big boobies and big butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't, nobody would admit that. What are you talking about? <laughs> Um, Swarm's question we just answered. Connor says, what seasonal themes would you like to see now that the idea that every theme does not have to be double X or free item set? So this is, again, kind of a loaded question that we kind of talked about a little bit, but is there a special seasonal theme you have in mind, I guess? And if the answer is no, that's cool. I do. What do you got? (laughs) So, um... I've, I think I get this. Uh, we we get this question a lot as content creators, right? And as theory mm. crafters, it's like, what do you consider being a good season, right? And then it's like, well, how do I define a metric on a season? And one of them season good, and you can say something like that, like play our attention and how many, many people are playing and how high is the average leaderboard and all that stuff, right? You can always try to determine some metrics, right? And uh, for me, it was actually fairly simple. It's when when people come to my chat and they ask me, hey, SVR, so next season. Uh, you know, what's the best? And I can say, yeah, there you go. You do exclamation mark following. Or you check this guy's video. Or you check this guy's video. And that's it. That's the best. It's like we, in PTR, we have figured out what's best. And congratulations, this will dictate your season. Mm. Uh, I hate this answer. Um, mostly because like 98% of the cases were, were right with those statements. And I don't like the you know pre- predictability of seasons in terms of what we're going to play. So for me, a good season would be when somebody's asking me, hey, SVR next season, and I'm like, dude, nobody knows. <laughs> like, because it, it can fundamentally not be known. And one of mm-hmm. those would be um, when the season starts, uh, the cube or all legendary FXs are randomly new assigned to a new item once the season starts. Right? Oh, and it's the same for everyone. It's the same for everyone on the server, right? Which means, you know, NA can have a slightly different cube than EU, from, for instance. But uh, yeah, every every FX is like randomly re, you know, re remapped to a new item, and uh, so what happens is you start the season and you have no clue like where That's is really the good, COE yeah. FX? Uh, is it on the yeah. ground now or something? So and every you drop you, you get would be like, oh, what what's is this, this got on it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, or you cool? just go. Or you just go to the runes of session and get the cube, and then you check the cube. <laughs> yeah, and then you yeah. look for the cube. What's on what? Where? And then it's like, all right, so would make that better though if it didn't show on the cube for that particular. Yeah, that would yeah. also be great. Yeah. You have to expect yeah, first you have to, to extract it. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that would be a season where like everything can happen. Yeah, like, that's good. Nobody man. knows what builds. Like nobody knows what builds. It's absolutely unclear. So I mean, how crazy are we talking? Are we going to put like ring effects on yes. like racers? We, we sure, got to take random. weapons yeah. and put it on helmet. RNG just man, shake it, right. shake it, give it. No thing. one's like copy pasting like the affix onto something else. <laughs> like just throw in like a random number yeah. generator and go. Boom. That that could make some crazy combos, yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah, it can lead to us clearing 150 in two minutes, which means we're three minutes faster now. Congratulations. <laughs> entirely in your game. Uh, wow, or wow. it can lead to us, you know, trying to fight Greater F100 and we just can't get past 100. Mm-hmm. But it's not about, you know, the, to me, it's not about really about the tier that we're clear. It's about the journey to the tier. And I, that is like I agree. Figuring 100%. out the, That's a great the idea, way. Man. 
and figuring out like what item combos, which classes, and so on. It's I feel like, like you will see so many people iterating with ideas. Do you think we'd have to disable sets to for that season? No, just mix the sets up no. too. Fuck it, why not? Yeah. Oh, I'd keep the sets, but it's also <laughs> just, fine. Just mix the sets. What does it matter? Like what? Like oh, what? Like, like Kyle has a couple more pieces. Fire where you you're expecting it to be. I don't know. Yeah, just so so you you take. Tragools and you put it on Rothman. You take Rothman, you put it on Tragools. <laughs> what? Like, just mix them up. Who cares? I mean, it doesn't random, matter in the long run. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter. No, it's a know? good idea. I like that. Blizzard, I know you watched it. So, this so, season yeah. of SVR 90. I mean, so, essentially, like, it doesn't have to be this idea, but any idea where nobody can answer what's best for the next season is something I want to play. Okay, and so do you think that Diablo would be a better game if we didn't have PTR? No. <laughs> Because we gotta find a bug. You gotta find the broken. Uh, Yeah, yeah. No, you really like if Captain Crimson's hits life like this. I think that's worse than uh, having like a ridiculous season. Mm. So, so like like Poe for example, no PTR. Ah, they just launched. I mean, no public PTR, right? Private test realm. (laughs) They actually play their game, so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. Okay. Okay. There goes that media pass. So, Coda says, what fantasy setting do you prefer for movies, books, TV, series, whatever? Sci-fi or medieval? I like both of them equally, but I, w- I would, if I had to pick, I'd go sci-fi. Yeah. yeah you just get more of an imagination going with sci-fi, I think. Like mm-hmm. Medieval, you're kind of constrained. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like the mixtures, so don't tell me about like time traveling back into medieval <laughs> and then I don't know. Did you, did you watch the series Altered Carbon? I did watch Altered Carbon. How like good was that? God, I that was good. I, I, I can't wait for season two, man. Did you see it, Fluff? I did not. You wow. gotta watch Altered Carbon, you man. Got, you gotta you gotta take a look. Did you guys watch yeah. the the boys just came out? No, I but didn't. I heard it's good. I like that. I saw it today on Reddit, on Twitter. Somebody was yeah. recommending it to someone else. Yeah, Big not Daddy bad. was saying it, or not, not Big Daddy. Um, that mods was saying it was good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't think you can trust that mods. Yes, yeah, fair <laughs> point. <laughs> Casual. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Dirty Nap says SVR. What other style of games do you like? Only ARPGs. What else? I think we talked about this a little bit too. I'm but, sure yeah, I, I feel like SVR like, doesn't like leave. The house doesn't do anything besides just play <laughs> Diablo. <laughs> uh, not stream for one and a half months. Yeah, yeah. you're still uh, playing, yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I actually don't. I actually don't play games. Like I'm, um, I don't identify myself as a big gamer. I, I don't what? own many games. It's actually true. Wow. Um, I if if I play something, I play Diablo, and uh, most recently I've tested out like auto chess games. Like just looked mm. into the hype mm. and decided I'm not hypeable anymore for stuff like this. Sure. So uh, that was kind of it. I I follow the pro scene of Dota 2. Okay. Mm. So cool. So I'm one of those guys who's, you know, now, you know, I guess in, in common sports it's way more common uh for people to watch a pro scene but not participate in their sports themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Not everybody who is watching the Super Bowl is actually playing football as well. Sure. So it's right. the same for me with Dota. Like I don't play Dota at all. I don't have it installed. I have no clue uh, about playing it myself. But I really enjoy watching it and I follow the scene. And cool. so I guess it's all and Power of Exile, but you know, ARPGs. So sure. PoE. PoE is amazing. I love PoE. So no Fortnite? Yeah. Like 
What do you mean? No, no, I never, I never played a. Uh, <laughs> so I, I tend to say. So people ask me how, do, what do you, how do you feel about Fortnite? And I, I never played Fortnite, and I always answer, Fortnite is the ge- best game I've never played because it's like a, at least on Twitch, it's like a daycare for children. <laughs> <laughs> like every every you know all the young kids actually click on Fortnite and watch Fortnite and they you know they have their places to to be on Twitch mm-hmm. and in a game which means yeah. that all my other games and all other games are cleaner uh cleaner right more grown up um hence Fortnite is the best game I've never played so, and I've never played any better royale so did you see the 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 Fortnite World Cup like I didn't watch any of it but did you see the finalists in that like yeah. the top 16 or 8 hey. or whatever yeah he was 16, they were like right? like 16, like all young crazy. kids man it's crazy all of them they were like none of these guys had hit puberty yet i don't think <laughs> i'm like holy shit speaking about it's royale changing i'm gonna ask a real quick question okay dl4 comes out and it's the same like arpg that we know and love but there's a game mode that's battle royale diablo are you pro or anti so uh, I know Pop Vexel had this, right? Pop Vexel had like this April Fool's joke yeah. with Battle Royale. <laughs> and people were like, wow, what a terrible April Fool's joke. And then they loved it. Like they really, really, really liked it. Even though it was kind of weird and not really balanced, apparently. People really liked it. Um, so I'll say I want to try and I'll probably like it. I'll probably like it. I like PvP. So yeah, I'll yeah. probably play it. Hell yeah. Always for additional content. So, I mean, yeah. how do you guys feel about it? Is it like you want to see it? Or is it separate? I don't Shouldn't see how it game? could hurt it, the game because sure. if it sucks, we won't play it. And if it's there and it's awesome, then cool. Yeah. So, there you go. So, it's it, the only just thing like I could see, drifts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it could take away dev time to make the stuff mm-hmm. that's good better if it's really bad. But um, I'd be down. I hope Diablo 4 has PvP. I really do. Mm-hmm. In some meaningful way that's not, you know, well, they garbage. They stole the guy from Heroes of the Storm that was kind of in charge of yeah. PvP. So, hopefully. So I hope. Oh, yeah. really? I mean, yeah. Crossing really? feelers. Like, let's see. So, wow. um, and then the last question of the night. This is oh. the most important question. Okay. There is one hundred percent a correct answer to this. SVR. I swear to God. Don't Sausage or bacon. So I guess there is one correct answer. <laughs> there is, sausage there is a correct an- answer. Uh, no, there's not. Yeah. Just what, what would okay. you prefer? Sausage okay. or bacon? Oh, I'm a bacon guy. There you go. Let's... Yes. Damn. I am um, batting a thousand, Fluff. See? I am batting a thousand. Nobody oh, has oh, picked sausage. Brevik picked sausage. Thank you very much. Oh, he did really? not. He did too. There, there goes, oh, he really. did too. There goes your media pass, dude. There you go. There's your answer. <laughs> <laughs> It's my new favorite bacon. line. It's all about the bacon. Thank it's you. SVR. Thank you. Thank you. Um, that's all we got, man. Thanks for coming on um, and doing the show with us. Crazy insight. Crazy Diablo 3 knowledge, man. Um, well, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed uh, it. So where can people find you if somehow they don't know who you are? Shout out your YouTube, Twitter. Just duck. All the things. <laughs> Just all of them. Yeah. yeah. So if, if I go like this. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. But the people That's listen you can find to me. Yeah, people listen yeah. to. So tell them where to find you. Yeah, so you can find me on Twitch under SVR underscore ninety. So uh, if I decide to stream, I don't stream often. I don't stream really frequently. I don't have a schedule of a business to attend to, unfortunately. 
Um, I tweet on the SVR 90D free and uh, I'm not sure why YouTube is still there, but I never do YouTube videos, <laughs> but okay. it's still there. So cool. um, that's about it. That's me. Right on. Awesome. Well, thanks, man. Uh, my name is The P-Child. You can catch me Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, everywhere at The P-Child. Yeah, yeah. I'm Lord underscore Fluffy. Double those underscores on the Twitters. And we'll see you guys next week. Minus an SVR. <laughs>